One light, two lights, three lights, four lights, five lights. Season two. We can't use that. Oh, we can, and we will. <laughs> yeah, boy. We've been recommissioned. <laughs> no. We're back. Yeah. Unlike uh, Tour of California. Oh, we are back. Shit, son. Season two. Uh, as you've already noticed, no less professional, uh, composed, ready to record. We haven't got any agenda. I've got a beer this time. It says got a beer, a very large beer. Yeah, isn't it? It's all they had in Sainsbury's. Yeah, decent. Um, so we're in Seb's house, soon to be Seb's ex-house. Yes, today is the day. We finally, after... Months and months ago, when we last spoke, it was uh, we exchanged today. So yeah, we could have picked the keys up, we're picking them up tomorrow. So because we had a podcast to record, exactly. I was like, but where dedication? But where can we record? Well, I don't have, I don't have internet in the new place. So oh, three G. It's yeah. gonna get or exactly. four G. That's what we're on at the moment. But yeah, I'm surprised you got internet in Littlehampton anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're recording this of Hall- Halloween, Littlehampton. It, Halloween, Halloween in Littlehampton. It uh, should be called Halloween Littlehampton. Yeah. It, it could be a horror film. I know. Uh, yeah, Sam met me in the Sainsbury's, and we already saw like no one's even dressed up, and it was I was already scared. There was a random man with a dog running around, just shouting, "Pete, Pete, <laughs> Pete!" Which was, I thought it said for a minute, yeah. looking for Pete Robinson. But, and Pete, Pete was the other side, going, "Go, go, go!" <laughs> Uh, we basically spent like 15 minutes trying to think how to start it yeah we wanted to mix it up and we ended up with Murray Walker shouting <laughs> go 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 I don't know how we got to that but somehow we've ended up here next cross race I'm shouting that as I start <laughs> when he says 15 seconds to my whistle and I'll go one light two light three light Sam Bacon is go 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 it just be Start there, shouting. Uh, both, both feet flat on the floor. <laughs> hold, on to, hold on to your tops. Do it for your warm-up. Just let's go. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Murray. Ah, oh, but what have we got to catch up on? So obviously, since we last spoke, we promised you a three-peaks pod. I just haven't edited it. Seb's been a very busy man. Mm, unfortunately so. Um, haven't really ridden much since then either, but we're just fans of cycling now. We're not actually cyclists. I've been cycling. That's true. Mm. Sam's... I'm Don't holding the mantle. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't spoken for like two months and we've got um, That's crafts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. No, I was going to ask before I had a complete brain meltdown. Um, when was the last time we did this? I have a oh. feeling it was about... A month and a half ago. Also, in editing, can we extend yeah. that pause for even longer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel it was awkward enough. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah, Good. I think it was about a month and a half, two months ago. It was, it was a week or two before Three Peaks, I believe. Which was September? September. Early September? It was early, nearly November. I've got a bit of a blackout from that, yeah. that weekend. Mm. But yeah, so what I'll tell you what right now, to sort of give us time to compose ourselves off the excitement of restarting again. Should we cut? No, we'll cut to a bit later on, isn't it? 
Well, I think it's too, it's too early now, isn't it? Absolute just, tease. Or should we go for it now? Yeah, let's go for it now. We'll cut now to our Three Peaks experience. And Three Peaks is go! 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually listening to it, though. So you said we're going to have a break. And, yeah. I'm sitting here waiting. <laughs> Time has passed. Harry's not heard it. He's got no idea what's happened. No idea. Um, Did it. Yep. Made the three peaks, and we are two broken men. I am three peaked out. <laughs> I, I three peaked early. <laughs> I'm a little bit delirious. It was amazing, like madness, like nothing I could ever. I'd love to be able to describe it. No, it's just you gotta do it. I would recommend doing it, mm-hmm. but you make sure you've got some sort of descending skills because it's just. It's savage. It's ready to kill you if you don't. So it's long we lined up. Pay attention. We got there, signed on, blah blah. Last time we spoke to you, obviously, we were just about head to the start. Yeah. We got to start about half an hour early. Managed to get like in the middle of the pack, so we were supposed to be just on the edge of the under four hour section. And um then they put us some fast people ahead of us, so we were quite far back in the end. And then, yeah, the road section started, which was like... Well, before that, we met a lovely listener. Oh, right. So shout out to uh, listener, Matt. We didn't get your name, but it made us feel really special. That's yeah. an extra 10 watts for me, at least, for about four minutes. <laughs> and he smashed it as well. Yeah, came past me at the start of the climb, and then disappeared. Well done to you. But yeah, the road section started. It's meant to be like a neutralised start, but the lead car goes faster than bikes. So it's not really neutralised. There was like a lead group behind it of like what 40 people and i couldn't see it i was too far back to see that i've realized my if it was top trumps my highest score is wheezing about at the front (laughs) (laughs) sorry the rabbit the rabbit's really trying to get killed in front of us (laughs) um yeah wheezing about and sneaking through gaps is a hidden talent that i didn't know i had so i managed to disappear off the front and I'll just off the get get off the front off the front of the fortieth row. Um, got uh, shouting distance of the main group who were like behind really? the car. Nice. Yeah, I got to the back of it at one point, but then there was pinch points through the oh, bridges, course, yeah. and then Seb was about what thirty meters behind me, yeah. just I waiting, I waiting in the wings. I don't know what the stragglers. <laughs> I can't overtake. Yeah. <laughs> Like 
stepping up like two foot high steps every time as well. Yeah, and that's where, against the people of the same sort of speed, I was so much slower walking. I just went backwards, and then as soon as we got on the bikes, I would overtake them again. But there was a lot the more people were really good at walking, and I was absolutely shit at it. Then we got to. Well, so we got to the top of that, the and then did our first dip. I thought that was the end of that hill. Oh yeah, because I didn't know research on it at all. And um, turns out Simon Fell is just part of a, a mountain called Inglesbrook. Yeah, Ingleborough. Ingleborough. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got that right yet. Because it's in the clouds as well. It just you don't know where you're going, and it just gets colder and colder, and then mistier and mistier. Yeah, people, you can only see about what 15 people in front of you, <laughs> and it's disappearing into the clouds. I didn't stop at one point and take some pictures of Sam. Yeah, I got the media duties early. <laughs> he got a lead and then turned around and took pictures of me. What an absolute piss take! That's what on my bike. And then we then we sort of walked together, made up the second part together, dibbed. Oh, had had a fight for the dibber. Luckily, my, my, my dibber was, um, <laughs> or my dibby was <laughs> on it more than Samson was, so I think I rolled, him, I rolled you on the line for the, the dib. Yeah, the second dib. It's a victory right there. <coughs> um, yeah, we started the descent down from Ingleborough. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it was, it was really boggy. What I can describe it at the start of it is, like, the first section is, like, Start of the mega avalanche qualifying. That's what I describe it to. Like you've got these massive rocky boulder switchbacks. <laughs> obviously on a enduro downhill bike, really easy. On a cross bike, yeah. And then there's about nine different lines of bog, and it's bog roulette. Some you're going to go up to your disc brakes. Yeah. Some you're going to roll straight through, and you just got to hinge off the back and just hope that you're not just manual through every single. Going to disappear, and I managed to. Uh, I ejected myself off the front once when I went I lost Bog Roulette was that early on? yeah we were together and I jumped off the front and then just carried on didn't slow me down because I, I was going that. so slowly I, uh, I sort of jumped off the side oh anyway and then <laughs> I managed to get a little, little bit of a gap didn't I and then just forgot how to descend and you came flying past me yeah I don't remember that maybe I was just in the zone and uh, yeah overtook Seb and then went through a bog and blew up my tyre in a bog. Who does that? Oh, yeah, I, right. I, I just remember seeing like this jet of uh, jet of sealant just going up the side of his tire. Oh, and I heard it, and I was like, "It's not me, it's not me." And Seb was like, "It's you." I was like, "Oh man." So you can ride him for a little bit, but it's like it's hard to tell if it's a puncture because it's so soft on yeah. the ground, and your tires are so hard anyway. Like, is it the rim or is it? So I stopped, took a few deep breaths, calmed myself down. Instead of trying to plug it, I was like, "Right, I'm just going to put a tube in." So just did all that. People were coming past me. So, like so many people went past me. <coughs> um, but it didn't matter. I was just quite chilled. Pumped up my tyre. But then it wasn't quite hard enough from the CO2. So then I pumped it up with my hand pump. And as, as I was taking the valve, the pump off, it was undoing the valve core. Luckily I saw it. And then did it up hand tight. Forgot that I had a valve core tightener on my pump. And then... Um, carried on but then I was with people that were obviously a little bit slower so it was good for morale because I was just overtaking people loads and just going from person to person it's not the best tactic in there yeah we were quickly off the road and it was just flat out from the road but already I could feel twinges of cramp mm. and I was like oh yeah. just because like, the walking just makes it's just something I've never experienced it's, it's weird because like you're, you're walking up these horrible mountains or hills and then you're descending down it 
and you're not really moving much either. You suddenly go onto the road and you start paddling again. Yeah. And it's such a weird sensation. And the walking didn't cause cramps. I thought I, I would get the cramps from whilst I was walking, but I was fine. It was just then getting on the bike, it would suddenly ping, and I was like, ooh! So yeah, on the road, made up some places, you, you carried on. Do you have a group with you? Oh no, I was just going past people, there was no... I, I shouted to a couple of people to jump on my wheel, but... It, it was the, on the hills, I was just I was just going deep, because I was like... I think I think I was in front of about five people, but I think they were just support crews on bikes. So they didn't, they wanted yeah. to come around and help me, they just sat on my wheel. <laughs> and then said a thank you, and then they rode off. <laughs> Giving a total support to you. Yeah, right. This is what I'm there for. Yeah, and then the second climb started, you had to get off your bike for a little bit, and you got given a little glass of water. water. Did, you, did you throw it on the floor, or did you give it back to them? I gave it back to them. No, I did. Like, I threw it on the floor, and I was like, oh, and he's like, like, give it to me if you want. And that's when my calves began to really... I had to stop for a second after that, because I was like, oh, was I'm, I'm in trouble here. An hour and a half in. Yeah, I was like, I'm in deep trouble. But on the bike, like, if I was pushing to climb, it didn't cause me cramp. But when I was walking, it didn't cause me cramp. It was just on the road, like spinning. It was like using my calf muscles. Yeah. So I was just sticking it in a big gear. So it was actually helpful because I could. I was going quite quick up the climbs because I had to. And I I rode a lot of the steep bits just because I couldn't walk it. But like, well done. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, this fine. isn't a choice. I'd rather walk it. Yeah. I just have to do this <laughs> because I'm I'm in trouble. So yeah, the second mountain. What was that? What's it called? Uh, because the one side. One side. Yeah. One side. Uh, and they've apparently they've just it's like especially loads and loads and loads of granite steps they they've put up to the path. Yeah. At an awkward level to you have to really use your thighs to I'm get out. Yeah. It's like doing a, a squat every time. Yeah. I walked up the side. Ah, uh, see, I, I just I could see because th- they were really clean. And I was like, well, people obviously aren't walking up those. Uh, so I just got to copy the people that I find. I was making it dirty. <laughs> I was trudged up. Uh, and I was getting backwards at that point. Like, I just could not walk up the steps quickly. Yeah, those for that climb, for the first climb and that climb, the fell runners, like it was obvious because I was just losing places because I just couldn't walk yeah. fast enough. All the people that have practiced. Yeah, and like carrying shouldering the bike was tough, but it was yeah. You just you just made made do because you couldn't go anywhere else. But there were times where it was like if you you could fall backwards, just roll down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> um. That was, a, that was a long climb, just kept going and going and going. And there's like, there's a, a wall halfway, like halfway up, because I was like, oh, that's halfway, and I was like, no way, that's going to the top, and then when you get to it, yeah. out of nowhere, the heat disappears, and you're like, for God's yeah. sake, I'm going up there. And there was like new gravel stuff, so you could ride the second half of it a little yeah. bit more, couldn't you? And it's like um, plateau on the top, another little dip, and you start the slab descent, which was, that's pretty much what we walked up. Um, want me to ride down? Yeah, it was just the choices were bulk roulette or step roulette, where you go down a few steps, but then suddenly there'll be a giant gap that you've tight, your wheel disappearing. You jump the vent, and you know, I heard some good rim noises down that. Yeah, and I was like, well, I've got a tube in. I definitely haven't got that much pressure, so any any choice of it, I just jumped off and just ran a bit, which helped my legs a bit. It helped stretch them out. It feels weird, doesn't it, running down a descent? But some bits that you just can't ride down. Yeah, and I was just like, it wasn't. I wasn't holding anyone up, so I think everyone else was doing it. And then you sort of—is that the bit you? Um, sorry, you said about you spoke to those two guys that were like, it's not a quick, the, quick year this year. Yeah, yeah. I saw a guy who'd done it eleven times. He's like, it's just too boggy. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Well, at least I'm. That's okay. And I just, I was like, well, I'm just going to enjoy it. 
I'm not going to chase the time because it's not like I can go any faster. I'm just going to make a mistake. And the last thing I wanted to do was get a puncher. I was like, if I go, I'm going to lose maybe 10 seconds each time I get off my bike. But I won't get a puncher because you can't puncher a bike when you push it. No. <laughs> You've done something wrong if you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just did that and it worked worked pretty well. There was some there was some massive bugs. <laughs> it was good. And then got to <laughs> what about that, that river. That is before that though, that's where almost I got my second my first wind I'd say. Is there's this lady just sprinting down all these descents. Um, there's this one bit where I thought we were like, off track and I was like, oh, we're meant to be on here. And she was like, yeah, just follow me. And just sprinted off. So I just ran off of her, <laughs> down, down this bog, just like, not thinking my ankles or anything, just sprinting down it, down these rocky bits. And you just had like so much energy. I was like, this is amazing. So then we were there, like, powering along from there onwards. And I think she was like a bit of a, a local hero. Her name was Liz. So every, every, well done, Liz. every supporter was going, go on, Liz, go on. <laughs> Sending it with her off the road section. I think she was definitely a, a runner rather than a cyclist. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, there was, a, there was like a river. You walk through a river and get really wet. I was wearing aero socks, but they had so much water that they became ankle aero socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you go past a viaduct, like a really scenic <laughs> bit. Oh, yeah. And you just, you're onto a road bit there? No, you do a dip. Yeah, yeah a dip and yeah. loads of really cool undulating like rollers almost onto like a gravel track. Yes. Let's go back there onto the, onto the harness road section. Yeah, there were some hills. Thankfully, that's the one I actually managed to get a little group together. We had, we had four of us doing some like, little minute turns. I thought I was lost half the time because there was no one in front of me. And I was like, yeah, there wasn't any signs. So I was like, well, I guess I just carry on the road. <laughs> and that's heading towards Penny Gen, uh, which is the final climb. And that is a up and back. Yeah. And, lots, and that's the one with lots of supporters because it's near the end. So it was, it was amazing to be climbing up that. And again, I was making up places, so I felt really good about myself. This is the bit that I was hoping, because I was a little bit ahead of Sam at this point. I was hoping we'd, we'd cross paths. Yeah, I was looking for a high five, but we didn't realise that, well, you it's rideable, and then it's definitely not rideable. And then you do like a loop round the top, and I think that's where we missed each like other. P, isn't it? It's like a P-shape. Yeah. Um, and there were some people, I saw a woman absolutely send it into a bog like to crash basically like, she just accepted her fate and just went flying and like lots of people just kept walking I was like uh, are you right?" I went and checked on her and she was like she was sort of in the zone like she must have been really fast because she was way ahead of me um, and she just carried on I was like fair enough <laughs> you're tougher than me I, I'll give it on that bit uh, on the little P section there was like a a mossy PT boggy descent that was just straight down and there wasn't really anything to it apart from just going fast on bog and at the bottom of it there was this bigger bog and this guy was on the floor like screaming in pain and like a few other guys were stuck with him we looked like you alright mate thinking like oh he's like riding around like that's a collarbone something like that but he landed or something like that and he's just let out I hit my balls so hard <laughs> that's like that Ben Stokes scene where yeah. the stump, stump uh, bike uh, right uh, in the dick <laughs> seen this before we're on an average speed check right. and that steep bit was the bit where I met another guy and he was like it's, a, it's, a, it's not the weather for a good time that made me feel he might have just been telling me that Yeah, like, <laughs> that made me feel really good so I was like oh it's fine yeah, so I, I, I walked not. down that bit that you rode and then there's a mega steep bit that said road down which I cannot believe and I 
carried my bike up. So if you carry your bike up it, riding down it is out of the question, in my opinion. And it was all because there was a man stood on it. Giving Jodie Baby. Giving Jodie Baby's there. I got one on the way up, and I was like, I'll get one on the way down. That's but amazing. I saw, like, track stand as he put it in my mouth, and I bit his finger back, because it was quite, quite saucy. And then the descent from Penny Ghent was just eyeballs out. Bone rattling. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, people shouting and screaming and I saying they liked our skin suits, which was nice. I had a little, little race with a man down oh, Penny, down uh, Penny Gent. I did not race anyone. He, he, he came past me on this like bit where I was sort of soft pedaling. And I was like, not like that. So I just blasted over the rough, rough stuff to try and get ahead of him. <laughs> and then and, we um, got to the bottom. And at the bottom, I had like the most euphoric... I almost cried. Like where it was almost like my body and my mind knew... I didn't consciously do it. I sort of I knew that I was like on the home straight and I had this uh, this rush I was it was a mega oh. and then I just hammered it overtook a couple of people on the final on the final bit and uh, I came in I was there pedaling just like putting everything I could into it I was doing like a max effort and I was like I was like three miles isn't it still yeah I had no I thought it was less and it didn't feel like three miles but like obviously we came out of Penny again with 35 35 and a half and it was 38 long wasn't it so yeah. I, I was a bit mindful of that so yeah, yeah. I, I, I finished dipped and um, a time of four four hours 20 so obviously didn't get the, the, the premium goal but then we thought we knew that was out the window before today um, so yeah I'm really happy yeah, with very respectful really happy with that yeah. great time and I came in at four 34, I, I think. think. So, yeah, 434. Yeah, which considering so, my puncher. That is really, really good. It wasn't the fastest of the punches. That may be, I don't know how long it was after seeing on Strava, but regardless, it was just. I think it, I, it just calmed me down and I just. In, I really enjoyed it and I was making jokes and making people laugh so I went past. I Some people didn't laugh. We're just really together the whole time. But, um, yeah. I probably would have tried to follow you down that really steep bit had I been with you and just died, so it probably <laughs> saved me from that. <laughs> saved the collarbone. Oh, man. Yeah, luckily there wasn't many people in front. I didn't follow people, so I, I was just being really careful. But absolutely nuts. That's like no descending I've ever done, except the de- and also the descents were what fifteen minutes long. Yeah, twenty minutes long. And I'll say it was early on. It was hard to go fast on them, just because there was just so many people. Oh yeah, like, and also you couldn't get a clean run. Once you them. got momentum, there was all sorts of stuff around the corner that you just weren't aware of. So it was just. I just I, the fast people who know the course must go really quick but I think yeah. I'm just too wary of my collarbones so <laughs> with regards to bike setup then next year or any future years I yeah. I'll do it again maybe not next year but I will definitely do it again yeah I'm well up for it um, what would you change on your bike no, I know a few things I'd do but I, maybe a 42 cog yeah, but then, but gears, then, but pushing big gears. Were f- I, I wasn't ever out of gear because by the time you run you out of gear with one to one, you won't do enough cycling. You jump off the, you jump off the bike. It would be. I wouldn't change anything about my bike. I think I got really unlucky with my puncher. Yeah. And it's testament that I had a tube in for the really harsh bits, and it survived. Yeah. So those tyres went really well. I have to look at what happened because I think it was just a, maybe yeah, just a rock in a, a bog. A rock must have slashed it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then, but I would, I would definitely change my tyres. Obviously, I'd stick to Specialised because I've never had an issue with Specialised cross tyres. Terrors? I'd go Terrors or I'd try and get old tracers. Yes. Because the thing is, they're like, all those Specialised clay in these ones aren't as grippy as they're. There's no way it can be. They're like a file tread, like a slightly deeper file tread. 
there was just no braking traction right on them at all so like any bog and like that or any gravel i'd literally locking up and just sliding everywhere yeah um, on the road they were fantastic but yeah to mm. do that um i would go for a bigger chainring and a bigger step because although i could easily pedal at 25 26 i had a massive cadence and it might be a little bit nicer maybe it's like one two more gears so right. I, I, cause i'm not a great I'm slow at descending on the road, aren't I? Like, I just don't go fast down hills. So if I can't pedal down hills either, I just get dropped to a time. Yeah, and especially if you're in a group. If you're in a quick group, you want to be able to... Yeah. And there's not much recovery. If you've got a really high cadence, you can't really... Re- it's a different type of effort that yeah. brings your heart rate up. I think I'll definitely look at my bike position. I'm not sure the saddle setback's quite right. Because it felt a bit weird at points. Like, I was getting like... I felt a lot yeah. of my hamstrings were doing a lot. I'm going to move my saddle much more forward anyway. I across. I think I'm coming back a bit. Yeah, yours is really far. And because yeah. you haven't got a... I've got a straight seat You're a straight seat base. Uh, and the final one, which was the worst one for me, was my brakes. So, I've got a... Uh, the SRAM HRD road ones, where they are. And... Hope four parts. Yeah, for, some, <laughs> for some reason, my brake lever with your traces. Yeah, you get about like two millimeters on that way. Um, you get about like five mil of lever pull. So then I was having to reach so far. So like from mountain bike, I know you don't want lots. Of, you want a lot of lever pull to not hit arm pump. And like the first descent, I just could not. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we're also directing, trying uh, to get to Burnley. Uh, yeah, I just couldn't. I get so much arm pump just from random. So were you descending on the drops and holding the, the levers with you? Yeah, because I, I couldn't grip on the hoods. I'm no, like, I, there's no way I could descend like that. Um, but yeah, so like, I was having to stretch my hands so much. I just, my hands. Oh, could you not pull them in? Was it, was it breaking when you were pulling it in? Yeah. Oh, this guy doesn't know where they're going either. Oh, we got wrong this one. Say say we're editing this, but he won't. It's all part of the atmosphere. Yeah. We're just lost in Nelson. Wherever so I'm Nelson glad, is. I did a funky lane change, and I, I got ours oh, a mini round. Um, yeah. So I, 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 my brakes basically, I was having to stretch so much for me. I was, my, I was getting hand cramps in the first descent. It sort of made me dread every descent from then onwards. I was like, the one bit I'm okay at. So uh, do you want more lever pull? Then? Yeah, I, 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 want my, I want to be. My, mine were really close, and that was really nice because I could just rest and have the levers there ready. I want to be breaking by the bar, not. And that's why SRAM, I can't imagine doing it with Shimano levers where they can move sideways. Could you just lose a lever and then suddenly yeah, gain 15 uh, miles an hour? Very good point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good point. That's why I changed it. So basically, I would actually just prepare. Yeah, and then physically. Um, so this year, obviously not been great. I had, for once, I had good intentions, but then my knee sort of put a stop to that. In like that all I wanted to do was do this race. So I was like, I'll go rest and walk to give as much chance to recover as I can uh, and the knee actually held up I had a little bit of pain quite early on but either that stopped or just the rest of my body caught up with it so I was in the, like a whole world of pain everywhere yeah. uh, so yeah knee was I think of all the races to enter that one relies the least on cycling fitness necessarily yeah, so it's I like an so. evener really I think core strength <laughs> and upper body strength will help you more and you're descending massively that like you were so much faster than a lot of people due to your descending yeah. so I, I honestly think I, I, I would do more fell running I say fell running I would run do more <laughs> yeah, find some Solomons <laughs> yeah I'd do more off road running and I think that's what I would do I'm not going to do that's it yeah so a bit more running hill walking just getting the legs used to it 
squats, squats definitely, essentially every step you're doing is a single leg squat with a bike, so not a heavy squat, but just you're doing yeah. thousands of them. Yeah. Um, and I'll do more press-ups, just to hold on a bit nicer. Yeah, my arms, only on the last descent, but then that's because I wasn't going mad on the descent. I think I'd be a lot better without the braking, I mean that, that, that ruined my arms and hands a lot, but... Yeah, my brakes were perfect for it, because I was just, they were really well set up, well done Glenn. everyone yeah. get a Glenn, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That, sorry, back to kit, I would, I would get different shoes. So ah. we, we always talked about the decathlon shoes we were going to buy, and neither of us bought them. <laughs> so I used my like carbon, they're, like, they're cheap carbon suit soles, uh, shoes, so like, the actual tread on them is actually plastic, so they're so slippy. And on the rocky bits, they'll just slide everywhere. Yeah. Or you're gripping on carbon, which is not great. Until your studs out there, that's probably Until a good, studs that's out, probably yeah. good metal studs. Um, so I would go for more of like a, a trail shoe, I think. Like, well, I, my like shoes, I didn't once think the shoes would let me down here. And usually one thing I do hate, I hate heel lift. But I saw one top one place like if you let loosen your shoes off a little bit so you get a bit of bit natural gift. fix there, yeah. I didn't really get any blisters or anything, so that was good. Mm. No, overall I think that was for a first attempt, having one yeah. puncher was between us, that was really good. Nutrition wise, we both had four gels each. Get four gels, you so I didn't drink anything. I, I had one and a half <laughs> litres with one sachet of So you yeah. carried one and a half kilograms yeah. around with you? I, 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 I probably drank 500 mils per litre, but I had so much water left. Yeah, so I, I think I drank quite a bit. But I didn't drink more because obviously I needed the toilet. So <laughs> I needed the toilet before we started. Yeah, so I went for a piss. And I didn't, I was just like, I can't, I can't go to the toilet. I'm not kind of bothered. I was like, I'll just stop halfway around the room somewhere, it'll be fine. And we stopped, I was trying to arrive with a New Zealand guy, and he mentioned he needed the loo up, uh, Penny again, the final climb, and I was like, you know what, I've been in the wee for about four hours now. So yeah, we both agreed to have a little stop and have a, uh, a wall and had a wee. <laughs> and my wee legit lasted two minutes of like solid, fast weeing. So that's how much I needed the wee. That's amazing. And it was clear, so I was hydrated. Yeah, well, that's a good test. Yeah, that's better really. But so, I'm sure. I'm asking, that's why I didn't drink as much. But yeah. It was just absolutely mad. That, like, how people, 650 people, get around it and survive. Oh, yeah, so we said something, we, we did come places as well. I came 250th. Yes. Where did I come? I think I came 279. Two. I think it was a bit, I think it might have been. Hang on a second, I'll get my little sheet out. I came. Oh, 
go and have a shower because we are absolutely covered in bog. Yes. And um, we will catch you later. Yeah, so, yeah, well done. Go. Well done, everyone. We're going ah ah in Burnley. <laughs> On a Sunday night. That can only mean good times lie ahead. Um, yeah, we're rolling up to Premier Inn now. So, see you later. Like Gravel Chaser, we sort of played it and then we talked about it afterwards because obviously we haven't heard this no for uh, a month or but so. then even even with three pigs as you've just heard did we wrap it up at the end of the podcast i think we were both so buzzing also it was it was just complete mm. brainless everything coming out of our minds all i can say is at the end of it we went around burnley and that is the worst city oh, i've ever God. been to and i've been in Littlehampton. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I don't know why I'm being horrible. It's because you're, it's because you're moving. Yeah, I love LA. So I grew up in LA. To Little Hampton, born and bred. Did um EF Education do uh, three peaks? He did. We saw Lachlan. Yeah. Oh, we, we did. Uh, Tiny little man came fourth. Yeah, smashed it. I smashed it on the last climb. So the, the last climb took me an hour and five. Took Sam an hour. Yeah. Um, and I think I lost like forty places up that one last bit. He overtook like. 10 of the top guys to go from like in, yeah. the, in the teens to fourth he's his wow. climbing skill is out of this world yeah. he's just such a smiley lovely man he was very happy he's we shared a, uh, we shared a toilet queue with him yeah oh. he walked past us and we didn't fanboy I just stared intently <laughs> and just went Lachlan Lachlan <laughs> and looked away <laughs> I, I didn't really <laughs> <laughs> hey rookie <laughs> you're gonna eat dirt yeah, so we did that. Um, we did this. Oh, we, we raced a bit cross. So yeah, cross season in full flight now. It's really into the into the groove right now. We've just had. You've just raced the second Sussex round, like the sixth or seventh London round. Yep, seventh. I think it's yeah, round seven. It was. I've done four now. Well, three and a half because I slashed a sidewall. Hey, it happens. Oh dear. The one time I didn't take a pit bike because why did you not take a pit bike this time? Because parking round. Preston Park oh. is an absolute mission, and I wanted to warm up properly with rollers. And I've got a question about that in a minute. Um, so it was rollers or pit bike, and I was like, oh, I won't get a puncher, it's fine, I haven't got a puncher. And then I got a puncher. Uh, which does seem to be a theme yeah. of you riding on a cyclocross bike. Sidewall test is like my absolute bane of my life. But I looked at my rear wheel and it's just covered in cuts, loads that haven't just punctured. Yeah, so they're, obviously they're doing they their cut job. up really well. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know what I'm doing, and it's never the front. No. Maybe I'm just running too lower pressure because I do run ridiculously low like, pressure. Maybe your weight's too far back. Some like of bike setup wise. Yeah. I'll just ride off the front. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Quick L- question. Lower stem. Go on. When mm. I roll up, when I roll up, when mm. I warm up on rollers, how do I stop myself getting a static shock? Right. Because it makes you warm up longer because I'm so scared yeah, of stopping. I mean, I know this as well. So <laughs> from that... Like I, savage electric shock. I even put and, gloves on and, and I still got a shock. You go next to a car, obviously, don't you? And I, I'm, I mean, I probably could work it yourself. out. But I don't, I don't know the mechanics of it enough or the physics of it enough. And I've had it before. I, I asked my dad to feed me a banana. And I went to take a bite of the banana and I got a static shock from, on my tongue <laughs> from the banana. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. Maybe like, can you try and... Put like a finger on the rubber seal of the uh, the car. Well, that's what when I warmed up at Lingfield a couple of weeks ago, I did that. I didn't get a shock, and I warmed up at Preston Park next to the railings. Yeah, and I got a shock. Like I don't get it. Obviously, your car's Bad. got rubber tires. 
your bike's got rubber tyres. What part of it is touching to each other to make it horrible? So the charge... when you touch the ground, isn't it? So what, when you put your foot down, it's yeah. But no, it's not. It's when you when you grab the car to stop yourself. So you're still yeah, floating the... in the air. Because there's nowhere for the charge to go through so the rubber. We need to put an, you need an earthing point in your car, so you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, call in, listeners. Brian Cox. What? <laughs> the science physics man. Oh, bro, oh, as if he was a listener. Professor, was... Professor Brian Cox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cycler Cox, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, let us know. Are we changing the name of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's missing a trick there. Um, yeah, so... That's a hot topic done. Hot topic. <laughs> Shocking topic. Shocking hot topic. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been racing cyclocross lots. Have you sort of, obviously, so you last year, it was your first foray into it. I don't know if we've podcasted. No, this year. Well, you did one. I suppose it was technically this calendar, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, February. Have you noticed an improvement from our first race we did to the the fourth one you've done now? Oh, definitely. Every time I'm doing it, I'm getting quicker and learning more. Last week, I wasn't great. Um, but again, every course is different, so it's not like I'm taking everything I've learned from the last race and I can apply it straight away because yeah. I'm still uh, coming across different types of corners and stuff like that. So just when I think I've nailed dry grass, there's no dry grass anymore. It's, it's all muddy, and I'm like, right, so after the end of a race, I... But what's really promising is all the last laps I do, even when I'm really tired, I all my fastest laps... That's, that's good. Which says a lot, but my mm. technique is getting so much better than my first lap yeah. that my fitness can't override it still, which Almost. is good. Would you, say, would you say your fitness is getting better, though, or would you say it's... Oh, no, much... my fitness is... I've never been as fit as I have, and I think because of how cross is and how I've been training for it, that's been really helping, and I do I do finish quite strong. Um, but I'm going out really hard as well. Would you say, then, you're, you're, you're quite good at... You're getting better at pacing the laps and stuff? Or you... Yeah, definitely. And sort of not panicking, like, in the second lap when you're really hanging to not keep pushing as hard as possible and blowing up and just letting people go if they need to and thinking, right, I'll, I'll come back. I heard quite a good thing on that, and I, I found it did help me at the last one, is when you're sort of really short of breath and sort of everyone's just getting to you, literally just keep pedalling, but just take some really deep breaths, like almost like take a moment to sort of like reset your breath and reset your body sort of. Yeah. I found that helped quite a lot when that like sort of second lap when you just want to quit. Yeah, and it's also thinking, I always thought of an hour race as being like right i haven't got any time i can't make any mistakes because if i don't start well it'll all be over but actually an hour is a really long time you can still split it up really comfortably into it like a third can't yeah you? absolutely and that, that's how i always do it. i always have the start settle in middle i almost just try and forget about the middle and just just get through the middle cleanly and then really push on that last third yeah because you go you get into like 10 minutes i look at my garment i'm like oh actually i've got ages and the race is completely settled and you then just get into sort of time trial mode almost and then go, right, I need to nail these different bits. And that's why I was really frustrating the other day because I just got to that point where I hadn't got the best start and I was ready to go, right, I can really push on now, start trying to reel some people back in. I was starting to get a few corners that I was sort of almost slipping up on. And, um, yeah, then the sidewall exploded Took its face off. But, oh, well, I was, it was good, actually, because I wasn't... I could easily have been really livid and petulant about it, but I was like, oh, well, it's fine. Happens. another one will come along doesn't really matter where do you reckon you where do you reckon you would have finished well i think so the first race at stanmer park i was 26th overall mm-hmm. which includes the under 23s and then 22nd like, like one of them in race, there, yeah yeah and the 22nd 
in the men senior. Then the right. second race was at Leeds Castle, which was insane. It was proper cross, muddy, slippy, and I came twenty first. But that was really good. I caught like six people in like the last two laps. Yeah. And I thought Ooh. I was lapping them. I didn't realise they were even... But I didn't see them go up they ahead just, of me. They just broke. Though. Yeah, but they were so, so slow because they just exploded. And I was going slow sort of consistently. Um, then Lingfield, where Seb did. I came we'll 17th. And Seb came 14th. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Which is good. And also, I've never and seen... Seb started miles behind I've me. I've never seen Sam have such a good start. I, I didn't... Around I, it. I didn't, I didn't see you for about 40 minutes. I was, got, I was excited. Yeah. But then, Sam, you did your grid and getting better. Is your gridding getting better? Yeah, well, I, so Preston Park, I was like, right, I've got three half-decent results now, so hopefully I'll be on the third or fourth row. Mm-hmm. I got gridded fifth row, I think, like 27th, quite far back. But right. it was the strongest field, definitely, because there was no real... It was massive Preston Park, wasn't it? Yeah, and they were all really good, and some a lot of people who race other leagues, I think, who were there, who were gridded, obviously, further back, but should have been further up. So I think I was rolling in about 30th at the time and I reckon maybe I could have got 28th. I could have caught maybe two people. But I would, I would have been pleased with that, actually. Having, if I'd have finished it, I'd have been really happy with 28th against those people. Yeah. But in, I will. In terms of your bike then, have you, are you, you going to change up? Have you changed anything from the first race to now? Are you, are you looking to change any little tweaks positioning-wise? or? Uh, I moved my saddle really far forward. Okay, so almost like time trolley. Getting over, so it's getting sort of on, on top of the pedals and it also helps jumping on. Yep. Which I've... That has really helped. Um, it's one of those things, you know, now, now you're seeing it, like we've done a few little practices here and there. How much... You can just make so much time on people just by being competent at getting on and off your bike. Oh, totally. And that's where at Leeds Castle, it was a downhill section of barriers. So you were having to... Well, I, you were slowing down to jump over them, but obviously the better you were, the less you slowed down. But mm. where you got off was like slick mud. So it was a real gamble of where to go. And then jumping on, it was downhill. So you were running flat out the whole time. And I was losing time on people just because I've never, ever practiced doing barriers like that. We've only ever practiced coming out of a corner like a slow jog. Yeah. So I, that's something I want to do over over this winter <clears> is just <throat> practice running just full power yeah, and yeah. getting used to launching myself on it it just gets it gets to the stage where like obviously not you're, you're you're conscious of what you're doing but like you don't get scared of it it's like oh, i know that if i jump high yeah. enough it's not in muscle memory yet. it's not gonna look pretty but you can jump at speed and you can land yeah. somewhat on your saddle no, it still takes thought having to do it and i get it right but it's not as quick as it can yeah, be yeah. and to get to the next step like i want to my goal is to get into a top 15 this season and to do that i think i just need to make those few few little changes the good thing is like you can get there with technical ability alone you'll you'll get that by improving that oh yeah i think my fitness my fitness is good enough but it's sort of like the people that are ahead of me are either not as fit but much better technically (laughs) hello or much (laughs) fitter but not as good technically and then the ones who are winning like top five they're they're, they're both they're very good riders they're both they're super strong and really good technically is it all categories together yeah, so uh, Cross is just senior, and it's, um, it means you're 18 to 40, 18 to 39, something like that. And it doesn't matter how good you are. We could be racing uh, Ian Field. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, last year at Preston Park, um, Ben Tulip turned up. Yeah, I remember that. And um, all those of the vets, when they're whinging that... Because um... he lapped them so fast yeah, yeah. that they had to stop early. <laughs> 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 Oops. Came up in his, turned up in his World Champ stripes. Cheers. 
So uh, yeah, that's, no, it's been really good. It's such good fun, and yeah, as I say, every experience counts for so much. You can't hide. No, and I'm just off. There's a few people who are sort of getting from tenth to sort of fifteenth ahead of me, and I can't quite reach them for whatever reason, depending on different courses. But I'm slowly getting there. I'm going to get some mud tires as well. Have you? Because um, the good thing is on on the London League is their website is really good for results. Yeah, you get like you can get a real breakdown of laps, like where you were each lap, like how many places you made a lap type. So, have you sort of have you gone into that to see where your rivals are? Like for it, my personality type, if I start doing that, be too much. I will disappear into the rabbit ah. hole and I'll become obsessive. But I've I've trained myself to have I'll, a little look. I'll do it for you. I'll give I'll give you a a, a monthly breakdown. Yeah, but whether you know or not, it's sort of like when it comes as soon as the whistle goes and you go go go. Yeah. yeah. It's then it doesn't matter, and no matter how much planning you're doing or whatever, as soon as soon as you start, and the start is mad. Yeah. But likewise, I always think, oh my god, if I get a bad start, it's going to be the end of the world. But actually, you end up where you end up. I mean, I'm I'm a really bad starter. For example, I'm I'm a I'm not good at battling through a bunch, and I'm not very good at starting fast. And I, where have you got? Well, I was great, like what seventh, eighth row, something like that, like near the back. Yeah. And I go backwards even at the start there. I can wheeze my way through a little bit, and yeah, and I just have to pick my way through lap by lap. Um, so I'm, if I do get a good start, it's a miracle, or I've gone out too far too fast. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pitch it just right because different courses again, like Lingfield. I think you could have got held up quite a lot. Yeah, with how the things like you know a third very, was yeah. you couldn't overtake definitely. Whereas like Stanmer Park, you've got a long time to be able to overtake people, and it's just being aggressive. And again, I'm learning that. And Preston Park, I don't think I was quite. I went there really early, and I watched all the races, and I just wasn't in the mood. I hadn't like psyched to myself race. up yeah, to yeah. race, and we started, and it was a really short concrete start into a really like, technical bit, just a road race, and it was just there was nowhere to go and yeah i'm getting mud tires because i think i'd rather have extra grip for confidence yeah and less ro- and more rolling resistance i don't think that really matters the further into the season you go like, there's no point when you're on grass where i'm like oh this tires no at exactly. our level or anyone in the uk and at the psi like, i run as well i'm like you know yeah. if i'm running less than 20 psi i'm gonna have terrible rolling resistance regardless yeah. when you've got mud acting like spoky dokies get around your wheels yeah exactly you've got terrible <laughs> rolling resistance doesn't anyway. really matter yeah, and it's just commitment. Learning to commit to these wet corners is... And that's something you're so good at. Like, you will commit to, like, any sort of corner, like, no matter the more than me. And I need, I just need to practice that over winter, is learn yeah, to yeah. do that, because you don't fall off. So, therefore, I won't fall off if I follow and do the do same fall thing. Off. It's soft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go we'll out on some more ends. We'll get, we'll get our cross club back out. Yeah, I found a good muddy venue to do. You get shouted out by dog walkers. Not Even really better. sure why, but... Even um, better. So basically, yeah, I can we keep updating on the cross progress. I think of how how we're going and, and whatnot. Yeah, I've got a few more races to come. Got we're doing Brighton. I think you're doing that, aren't you? Uh, in a couple of weeks. Yes, I believe so. And then there's a few others on Saturdays over Christmas, and then we're doing the team champs. Yes, the that, big one. that actually, I really want to take that seriously. Rumor has it Harry's going to be down for that. Just put that on there now <laughs> on his Madone with 33. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real Madone that'll fit. I told you in the way. Melts, so I can't <laughs> ride it in any kind of terrible weather. Uh, that'd be good. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. Harry, how what I don't know is now you've been in your your placement job for uh, I guess it must be four or five months now. No, less than that. Three, three, three months. Right. Just Close about enough. three. Yeah. Close enough. 
how are you um how are you adjusting to sort of riding and work <laughs> adjusting in terms of well i don't know not... you, like you had a, a lot of time or not a lot you have more time before so you were getting out regularly like riding most days really sticking yeah. to a training plan how's that sort of change now you've well i job as such. are you fat? working are yeah. you fat now is basically what Seb is saying i haven't i haven't bought scales for that exact reason because you don't want to change but... your weight on zwift that's why <laughs> yeah um, I've had, my weight's actually dropped by seven kilos after doing a zwift race over there i don't know how that happened <laughs> 41 kilos now what's no. kilos? <laughs> um, at um, 2000 watts on a trombone <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah we oh, could be yeah. the 400th podcast to talk about that <laughs> Yeah. Um, as as with every news story, that ship's well sailed by the time we get to it. <laughs> We've got it sailed, and now we're going to attack it. Um, now, I don't know. I reckon if I was motivated enough, I could probably ride every day. Yeah. But I'm not. Like, right. I, Fair enough. I, 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 the roads I've found some more really good roads that aren't just the same 16-mile loop. So I found a 40-mile loop, which is really good, and Ooh. I do that on the weekends when I can. Are those and 16 fl- on it? Yes, they are actually. It's, it's like an extra, however many you can do the math, like extra, however many miles on top of that one. But I don't know. I think I mentioned this last time that the roads here have just seem to be really fast. Like I, I tend to go fairly hard on the Saturday when I feel good, and then on Sunday I just do it at whatever speed, just enjoy it kind of thing. But on a Saturday, I can average like twenty-one miles an hour, Cheers. which I could never ever do at home, like around where like, you guys are, like Brighton and whatever. I don't know if it's just the surface or the way that the... Because you've been broken by the BS big dogs, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, yeah I don't know, but... Good tarmac? I... It's all right, like it's not anything special. Tarmac but... chat with Harry Mailer. <laughs> <laughs> this week yeah. on Tarmac Chat. <laughs> uh, Harry's actually found out it's uh, not Tarmac brand, it's just known as Black Ashfeld. <laughs> <laughs> like Hoover. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I'm trying to force myself to do a few easy hours on the Zwift after work. But is it because you haven't really got a? You're busy doing work, and a lot of your mental processing is taken up with that. Is it also that you haven't really got any goals with racing and stuff? Because you're obviously off, away yeah, off season. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I feel like when I'm at work. I feel really motivated to ride. It's, I'm like, oh, when I get home, I'll definitely do an hour, whatever. Just get on the bike, just do it. But I feel like the half an hour drive home, you just slowly lose it. And then by the time I get home, I just want to kind of sit down and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, so sound weird, but like, what can you have, is yours really like bikes permanently set up on the turbo and stuff then? Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you reckon, is, is early mornings an option or not? It's not, like, it's not life coaching right now, but... <laughs> And how does that make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> how does this affect you? Now, I mean, Do I you know your father well? <laughs> does oh, your father Zwift? <laughs> oh, man. I, I try and get in early to finish early. So I get in at 8 to finish at 4, whatever. But I could get in at 9 and finish at 5, 5.30. Oh, but when but you get to 4 o'clock, you'll be like, why did yeah. I do this? Yeah, exactly. So I tried a few days doing that, and exactly that. You kind of get to quarter past four, and you see people start to leave. You're like, oh, that could have been me. So <laughs> could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Just pouring at the window. Yeah. So uh, 
and I've thought about riding in as well, but it's kind of. Oh yeah, it, it especially good. this time of year. F that. It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, like it, especially in the dark and stuff like. Just, nah. I think you should just do some Zwift racing with me, and then commit to like it I'm because not then you'll have to do that. Like I would just get. I'd have to be in like a C category. Nah, man, or... getting dropped from the A group is like a lovely experience. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine <laughs> there's quite a gruppetto that forms. Oh yeah, people get shelled yeah. left, right, and center. I did this. Um, it was a chase oh. one the other day. Where the A group start last and then the B group go next and C and D and all that. And you didn't see a single rider. And I was with the A group. And the B, you could see the B group chatting to each other because it's like when you talk, everyone can see it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're like all, all like really keen, like, come on, guys, they're going to catch us. We've got to keep going. And I'm <laughs> at 400 beats yeah, a minute. I'm in an A group with like 15 other blokes, all from Japan. You obviously don't, or I assume, don't speak English. And who are all just absolutely trying to drop each other with me hanging on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, we did. We caught no one, and I got dropped with about a k to go, and got overtaken by a fat man. <laughs> can you can you change the size of your Zwift man? Yeah, yeah. So, so my guy can make him four foot four. Is it, is it, if you're fat, you look fat on Zwift. Yeah, Good. but also the shorter you are, the more error you are. So yeah, being tall people, is a disadvantage. Yeah, so some people are just tiny, but like you got like a four foot five person that weighs yeah, so eighty two kilos. Why would I tell them actual height? Because that makes no difference. Well, they track everything. So when yeah. you when you log on, just make sure that you log on as three foot two. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll get shorter. <laughs> They're like, why is this man shrinking a foot? A foot why is this man riding a sixteen inch frog bike? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we did that race. It must have been a couple of weeks ago, like three weeks ago. And I, I thought, you know what, screw it, I'll just try it. So I put my weight as 50 kilos when I'm not, I should be 60. Ooh! And I was doing like you're gonna get arrested. 6.8 yeah. or 7 watts per kilo at Box Hill, and I still got dropped like I was. Upset. I'm like, how are 12 Japanese guys all dropping <laughs> me here? I'm like 205 beats per minute doing 7 watts per kilo, and they're not even breathing, and they're chatting. Uh, this isn't right. Yeah, always, I mean, I'm always say five percent. <laughs> The A group is just hilarious. Like it's insane, and they're attacking each other, doing like seventeen watts per kilo, settling like tempo is about four hundred and fifty watts. Just you yeah. know, just, I just, just hang on for dear life, and just I just aim to not get dropped. Like yeah. like a like a normal road race. <laughs> but then very I realistic. Think we the bunch. <laughs> in the group, because I think that race it was flat for most ninety percent of it, and then it was if the final bit was up the hill, the climb, wasn't it? So oh, in. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking because we've done it. Yeah, we did that one recently, didn't we? Yeah, it was up that one was Leith. not that bad. Keith Hill, it was called, wasn't it? Keith Hill, not yeah, Leith yeah. Hill. It's the other way. <gasps> yeah, but I exploded in spectacular fashion on that one. <laughs> you, I didn't know where you, you did quite well. Yeah, Harry did all right. I um, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, I I got to the bottom and just went nah, <laughs> just rode up, pulled the pin, well, rolled up, nice and slow. I blew up as well, just about three minutes later, just and then out I was of shot. Put, yeah, I was doing about 160 watts, just getting passed by like lone people. I was expecting to see you, Sam. <laughs> I think you no. were probably doing the same thing, but about a minute earlier. I spent the I spent all 13 minutes of that climb watching the tiny number of the guy behind me getting Get smaller. as yeah one second yeah. at a time getting slower. Same. And I imagine and then the beat the just next person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I know. Nah, I reckon it's. I was thinking the more videos I see of people doing cross, the more I think, oh, I should have done it. But it happens every year, and I, I at the start of the season, I just feel like I, oh no, I don't really want to do it. I mean, and then the, by the middle of it, I should have started. So February, Harry. Yeah, February. That can be uh, the team champs. That's the perfect intro into it. I'll sort you out with a bike that you'll be able to fit on. 
<laughs> I reckon he'll well, find it. Ali not racing it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. As long as it's not. We'll find yeah. a junior. <laughs> Limited gear. I think he'll fit on my dad's gravel bike. That's... Was it 54, 56? Yeah, it's quite a small frame. We'll find your bike, Harry. Because basically, it's team champs. The top three count, and the fourth person doesn't. So you can go and not worry about whatever. You just do it for fun and get used to stuff. Thinking about jumping, like you were saying earlier, jumping on and off. Like I've I've never done that. Like I've literally never jumped on my bike. That's right. I taught Sam on the warm up lap of team champs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like that's the only thing. Like I don't mind looking crap riding really slowly, but I don't want to. The worst thing is trying to jump on my bike and face planting or something. That would be no. You won't ever. You won't ever fall off. It'll just be you either. It's it's just not as fast. But people really don't notice. There there are a lot of awful people. Yeah, and that's the great thing about cross. Everyone's actually really nice instead of and like nice in a nice way. Yeah, yeah. Nice to your face and then laugh at you. That's just me instead of do that. So right. something to aim for Confirm as well then because we'll yep. we've got Joe Parker who's like the fastest cyclocross person in the world he's on number one and he's done like he's done... Yeah. no he doesn't he's done four races and already, he's already <laughs> getting podiums <Yeah. laughs> right okay the man's Brilliant. an absolute machine I, I overtook him twice because he had two wheel changes and he still came past me <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got a new bike now as well has he oh yeah. god his, his last one sounded like a bag of spat. It was, it was so <laughs> rattly when he went past me. And he was still hammering everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, yeah, it's going to be him and then me and Seb. It's one of those bits when he went past me on a section where, like, you know when you're like, oh, I really did that section fast. I'm, like, I'm really trying mm. that straight. He flew past me and I was just like, oh, I'm not trying hard at all here. Yeah, but he's that yeah. double danger of, um, and like, not just a good cross racer, a very good one because yeah, yeah. he's got insane power and he's only getting better He's and obviously better. technically taken it to a... Like a duck to water. <laughs> Shout out, JP. Uh, yeah, well. End of cross chat. Yeah. Let me just check my list of things. No, I, I think the you. next one then. So we've got a new rule here. So This is Seb's rule, not mine. My rule here is I feel <laughs> we've been quite negative towards road racing and the road racing scene. <laughs> we have. So we're banning <laughs> negative it, road race slander and chat. And we're going to set up a swear jar. <laughs> A safe space. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. We... Anytime we slag it off or someone crashes and we passive aggressively talk about that yeah. crash. Sort of in a, <laughs> I knew that would happen. Time, it's been about ourselves, passively aggressively attacking ourselves about our own crashes. Yeah. Our yeah. own failures. But no, we're, we're putting a stop to that. We're a positive podcast. Am I still allowed to take screenshots of people's driving oh, rides where they've crashed and send yes. it to you? I mean, I'm not, I'm never not going to laugh at, uh... oh, boxed in. <laughs> Fun, fun finish <laughs> top 54 <laughs> yeah sprinted for 52 yeah so end of the road season finally yeah Although, but, i mean eyes, we end... hate on local road racing oh but you can i hate still on, love it you can it. hate on pro road racing it's a sham but <laughs> <laughs> that's already got to be a, a thing in the jar <laughs> how long has that last about a minute and a half uh, there, so only because cool. it's a 10 month long season well, I'm building up to the Spring Classics already. It's the terrible. only road racing worth watching. We were looking on Airbnb earlier. <laughs> That's another our... one. <laughs> two in about two minutes. All right, it's from now. Terrible. It's oh, like yeah. that scene in uh, Monsters, Inc. where it's like how many days since the last meltdown. <laughs> I, actually, yeah. I, went, I went to do a job on um, uh, up in Liverpool somewhere. And um, they had like a little sign saying days since last. And had loads, like, like in this, The Simpsons. But then well. we were there for three days. Not once I saw that number change. <laughs> 
<laughs> Same every day. But um, what well, I've Oh yeah, so we we looked, we looked at our Bay accommodation earlier on Airbnb. Which yeah. Again, so yeah. We oh, looked. Harry, you got to come to that. Oh yes. When is it? April third. Yeah, oh. we'll be going on the second and coming back on the fourth. Bring the Madone, we can yeah, lay it got, to rest. This, I, I <laughs> Ken, please, this is a desperate plea. If anybody listening really wants to trek Madone, brand, brand new. Please, yeah. I cannot stress this enough. Please, please buy it. Trek spelled T R E C K. With the silent Z at the end, yeah. M A D hyphen O N E. Trek mad one. As it should be. The mad one. But I've heard that's quite good. It's like it's kit holds onto the engine and spits it back out. Yeah. Flex is yeah. back in fashion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when your rear wheel is in front of your front wheel, you know you're going really fast. <laughs> yeah. It's like a better speed lunge. I actually tried to sell it on a Facebook chat, but the south, like southeast. Did you start so it? I, or I got, did... <laughs> no, there was like ten thousand people. I got kicked off of it. They said that I was like five minutes after posting, they just kicked me off. We should make a Tinder wide. profile for your trip, Madone. <laughs> Yes, let's do swipe that left. right now. Oh, my track my if it doesn't get any swipes, then that's I think that's a sign. Yeah, right. Well, got, you can bring that, and we'll just destroy it. But yeah. yeah, you have to come because that'll be wicked. And we need okay. spaces. We're booking a sixteen-bedroom mansion. Yeah, Seb, Seb's going big on I'm it, and big. just hoping that people are going to want to. But we can have a cross race in the house because it's that big. <laughs> it's got um, it's got a peasant, some obstacles. It's up. got a peasant's quarter. <laughs> Yeah, so world road race obviously me and sam as you heard earlier we really really nerdily walked around harrogate and we walked the we finishing followed circuit. the course <laughs> we guessed it as well by the road closures they hadn't marked it out we sort of found a really shoddy map online and yeah. walked around it and i'll say it really made watching the final obviously i'll say not that exciting a race I think that's fair to say my expectations were at 100 because the weather was just so grim yeah it was awful but i just been like everyone was just so cold and so tired that it made it not that exciting i agree it was like yeah it was it was good it, there was no fireworks yeah it was not as good as it should it could have been although when van der Poel blew up that was quite exciting. yeah <laughs> she's like mm. nah I'm and done. for the second year in a row i backed second place those three, I had Trentine, I had a fuck... You I, would, I though, would have won you? and something you've quid. Got, you've got to have him on that. And when he went, I was like, cheers. And then Pedersen came past, I was like, I can't be mad because that's amazing. No, it was good. Um, but yeah, so just, just seeing, like, knowing what the course was like, it did sort of give me, like, an, like another appreciation of just, oh, like, definitely. how mad it was. Yeah, it was... Cr- and, like, the finishing... Uh, I'm a bit straight. young. I still think the finishing the finish should have been outside Betty's up the end of that straight, right not that long top. drag after it. So they had to nail it from had the bottom to rail of the corner. that corner. Yeah, that would have been good. Because, yeah, they never actually sprinted no. up that hill. It was, once they got to Betty's, which is at the top of the hill, it was then like the false flat. That's where they did the sprint, which yeah, is yeah. a bit rubbish. No, uh, I think, as a whole, it was a really, like, the world champs as a half, it was really good. Yeah. Lots of impressive things, lots of hilarious, like, puddle crashes. And people oh, just ejecting. Savage. See, the time trial thing. Yeah, yeah. What yeah was it? Under 23 men's, wasn't it? Oh dear, that was bad. Are we going to are we going to talk about Niels Ekoff? Is he the Dutch guy? Yeah. What was that? Oh, he's the one that cheated and got disqualified. Oh right, that's another. But, one but by cheating, um, <laughs> what? No, by cheating he uh, drafted. Drafted like everyone does. Oh okay. But then it turned out he drafted for two minutes. Yeah, like longer than what was originally thought. Yeah, accepted. But yeah. then they, they they never once denied it. They're like, yeah, we did. 
and all all pros were like this happens every single time this is ridiculous and he had to put his shoulder back into place yeah he just hit his shoulder oh. crashed chased back on but then the worst bit like obviously this has been said again loads of times like you disqualified him but you didn't disqualify what he did to the race he brought the chase pack back to the bunch of three at the end that let yeah. the, the guy that eventually won came from that little chase pack as well Ah, so it's like, would he have ever got there if if the Dutch guy didn't do that? Because he was so much stronger than everyone else. Peacock was obviously like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, like he was like, "I don't want this third, yeah, medal." It was, but it's that sort of thing as well. Where no, I forgot my point. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good point. Half a beer. It's a really good point, (laughs) and I forgot what it was. That bad light, and they've taken them to the court for arbitration of sport yeah which no one ever wins from <laughs> dude like it's like, always like oh yeah peter sagan's gonna be reinstated to the tour de france they're like do one nice. still waiting yeah <laughs> one day <laughs> um <laughs> that's what it was i always thought was um you can race under 23 if you've got a pro contract so i thought you weren't meant to but like there's world tour pros racing on 23 which seems a bit off oh okay because he it... rides for Sunweb, doesn't he yeah but then like uh there was another bloke in there that uh, Sergio Higuita for EF yeah and Colombia yeah who won a stage at the Vuelta hmm. Vuelta that was great very good exciting sort of exciting yeah it was fairly exciting all the under 23s smashing it oh Pod- uh, Tajay Bojakar Bojakar yeah that was really good he's gonna win so the race France next, next year, year. it's gonna be Woo! amazing isn't it that's what I'm going for big bet Should we put our bets on old Jumbo Visma versus Ineos yeah Tour de France looks amazing. It looks insane. Made for Alaphilippe, but they did the route before Alaphilippe smashed it. Which is, yeah, it's good. And that's if he even wants to do it. He's going to have to go back, but oh, whether yeah. he wants to go back or not. Oh, quick step, going to take a... Sam Bennett. GC team. Mm. What, but around they, Alaphilippe? They bought someone... I'm sure they bought like a, a big name already, though. I'm just making this up again, but... Um, which made me sort of think, are they going to be taking Alaphilippe or... Yeah, they... Well, we, I would have thought they'd tr- trying to get he'll, probably, he'll probably try... Because Alaphilippe was never training probably to win the Tour de France, was he? He was trying to get those stage wins and he just found himself in that position. But so all surely... these climbs, even the, even the time trial, yeah, is yeah. something he can smash. That's true. Or, so or a team around him. Maybe for Pino. If Pino can actually last three weeks. Yeah, unless he gets rickets or something. Yeah. In second <laughs> 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 Oh, I just want Bardet to do well. I feel bad for him. Absolute dead man, wasn't he, last year? Yeah, but he still won the King of the Mountains. Great, he beat Tim Wellens with the King of the Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) Who probably rode each transition stage as well, between stages. Tim Wellens is like, he's uh, one of those like gig rowing boats compared to a racing boat. He's just like, just lethargic and large. Yeah, he, he, um... He's a big man. (laughs) His legs died at World Champs. Um, Yeah. That was exciting. Exciting chat. Any more pro racing? Come on, what else? The women's Six race was amazing. Oh, yes. And Mick Van Vluten, that was sick. Flew off the front. Paul Izzy Dijkman, just wrong tactics. Yeah. But I think what can you do in that in that situation? Yeah. When the, like, the world's best female riders is like... And if she'd won, Voss would have won anyway. Yeah. So. I'm going to go now and just absolutely flip. And then uh, in the women's time trial, is it... Um, oh, I can't remember her first name. Dignan Owen. Is it, is it Lizzie? Liz- is it Lizzie again? No, it's Lizzie not. No, it's not Dignan. No, someone Owen, who's married to a pro bloke as well, who used to race for Hincapie and now is possibly on a um, 
on EF now as well. He raced a bit of cross for the first time of the day. Yes. He was like 10 times cross national champion through junior up to under 23 and he lost his first elite one. There's some background knowledge for you. Yeah. Uh, Chloe is her name. Chloe Digar-Owen. Digar-Owen, yes. Chloe Digar-Owen. She, her first, like, well, it was her first go at pro world's time trial and she sort of beat Van Bluten by like a minute and a half something like that. And she was absolutely... The, is it the, the largest winning record in a world time trial championship of any... Yes. Any, dis, any just dis, uh, age group and gender. Wow. And then she was proper going for it on the women's road race. Like, yeah. she did she did well there. And she rarely ever races in Europe. She yes. pretty much does the American scene the whole time. And track? Does she do a lot of track? Yes, yes, yes. Well, there you go. Some knowledge for you. See, mm-hmm. we do pay attention. Um, Il Lombardia, what? which people say. I who, thought it was Il Lombardia. Who won that? Um, well, first of all, the best thing I've ever seen on a television screen in cycling was when Michael Woods dropped Valverde at the end of... One of the Italian races before that that no one knows about. I can't remember what it's called. The the race of the little hills or something in Italian, but he literally just rode Valverde off his wheel, just attacked, and then Valverde looked back like oh, I've got second. Yeah, <laughs> as if you care. Fine, yeah. Who won who at Lombardia? Um, uh, Molima, Balcom Molima. <laughs> yeah. So this year, right? Come for a big no, but this the best thing is. So obviously, uh, when Froome got handed the welter. He got third GC. Balcom Oliver has now got a Grand Tour podium, a World <laughs> Championship rainbow jersey, and a monument. Is, did he win a World Champ? He won the team relay with the Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, like, literally, like, he's such a odd rider and such of that. He should never win anything. He's snuck into that. He's not better than a lot of people, yet he won three of the biggest things you can get yeah, in cheers. one year. Yeah, he's he's still like going on about how he wants to do GC and stuff. So like, no, just just target these yeah. sort of races, and you might so, do what a, what a comeback for Trek as well. Like they had, yeah. they've had a dead year for, since Cancellara retired. They're trying to get the world champion and a monument. Yeah, that's very that good. And I'm sure they've they've had some big signings next year. They? They've got a Nibali against them. Yes, so that should be that should be pretty good. See Cavendish going to Bahrain Merida as well. McLaren, yes. yeah. Mm. Uh, oh. No, we'll talk about it in a minute. Just, oh. But I want to talk about the um, Lotus track bike. Have you seen that? Oh, my God. No, we'll oh, talk about it in a minute. Have yeah. we finished road racing? Yes, tra- track talk. <laughs> right, track talk. The track Lotus track bike is so badass. That that track bike. Yeah, it looks beautiful. like it's ready for 50C tyres. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, so obviously Lotus made the Borman track bike that uh, famously broke the hour record and he won the... Barcelona Olympics? Bar- it was a Spanish one, yeah. Barcelona Olympic uh, time trial. Uh, then got banned by the UCI for just being too aero, which I'm still now... It's still... He still holds the hour record on that bike, doesn't he? I read an interesting thing the other day when they were designing it, because they're just aerodynamicists and not cyclists. They built it so it was so aerodynamic, but he couldn't pedal it. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, I need to pedal as well. No, no, because no. they were like, no, you just want... You wanted the most aerodynamic I'm bike. Actually, I, imagine, I imagine the brief was, can we have the most aerodynamic bike, yeah. please? Sure. And then he then he sort of slowly managed to work out how to ride it and stuff like that. But it was just so uncomfortable. It's so apparently. cool. Yeah, so Lotus, Hope, and Renshaw have got together. Yes. Renshaw being, that you see them in loads and loads of bikes now. They they essentially own the patents and not maybe not created, but they commercialise titanium laser printing. Oh, okay. To make sort of weird and crazy lugs. Because I read that they... 
they're involved because they can do a quick turnaround. And... Exactly. So do you know about the Atherton bike? Uh, in, yes. in, in, so the Atherton bike, they use carbon tuning into titanium lugs. So they can basically just, you can print the bike as one whole thing. There's no waste as such. Oh, I see. Uh, I, I won't go into the ins and outs of it all. But um, yeah, and they, then they can have a really like sort of over, maybe not overnight, cause it's probably a bit longer than that, but you can have custom geometry really easily. And I think Robot Bike Co. made that famous in mountain biking. But there's a lot of um, a lot of companies like Basso, um, Australian bands, uh, Australian brands, and Donhu. They quite a few of them use sort of titanium lugs for sort of certain clusters on their steel frames and stuff. Ah. Yeah, so they got together with Hope, who obviously are a UK machining company that now do a lot of carbon fiber stuff up in Halifax in Yorkshire. I think it's Yorkshire, probably Yorkshire. Yorkshire's massive. They love three peaks. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's a really like, big British engineering firm. It's got together and just made a super bike, and it looks it's out be, of this world. It must be putting the shits up everyone because it looks so yeah. different. So everyone must be going, we What are we doing that. wrong? Have you seen the rear seat stays? They're just blades. So like, everyone, everyone's gone for drop seat stays. They're like, Nah, raised seat stays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we need is Crazy. seat post support. Yeah, it looks absolutely mad. I love it. But, but it, it must be to do with turbulence and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Well, they're, they're going for it was uh, get them. Obviously, the hardest bit between forks and wheels interaction is how to get the turbulent air away from that. So they've just gone right. We'll just move it well away from there. Yeah, I think they're using a. So usually front hubs are 110, 100 mil internal width. Yeah, I think this two hundred. So yeah, it's twice the width of a, a normal hub on the front oh wheel. to get yeah because to get the forks, the forks so they can be vertical so they're like as small as uh, that's mad area. it's so cool they it put looks like nine ridiculous. speed sensors on it yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's how they measure all their yeah. things <laughs> what if we can measure it once <laughs> measure it nine times it would be nine times as accurate <laughs> nine times faster <laughs> what just nine magnets but one speed sensor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the magnet just explodes <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, Cancellara's wheels used to work up uh, <laughs> in Flanders yeah that's very exciting oh, you, I mean I've completely forgot about it but I'm really excited now because it just looks so good and I imagine it costs millions it's being Many used pounds. in Min- Minsk and then uh, Glasgow Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Glasgow, yeah. Yeah. Glasgow. Did you, so I heard this the other day Glasgow 20 the world champs yes so they're doing, they're doing everything yes yeah, so the UCI are ruining cycling they're trying to combine every discipline of the world championship. So there's even going to be like the... So it's like the Olymp- like cycling Olympics, yeah. isn't it? Which is going to be really hard to have a good race in a lot of places. So over two weeks, it's going to be all the track cyclocross? Cy- well, maybe not cyclocross because that's the, probably the wrong time of the year. But downhill. Mountain bike. XC, trials. Road. Who cares? Um, BMX? I guess all the Paralympics, yeah. Quite possibly BMX. Paralympics. Though. So that is a big, big yeah, thing be to work out and absolutely do. Map. Especially like, obviously uh, Glasgow is fine because they've got sort of Fort Bill, they do all the mountain bike in there. But a lot of places won't be able to host a mountain bike event. Like Qatar no. couldn't. No. <laughs> if you had it in Limburg in Holland, imagine they can host a downhill race. Do you reckon that's, that's the format from now on then? Because that, that, like you say, that's going to cut out a lot of Quite logistical and yeah. money. Well, yeah, I sort of like the idea of it, but also it's like, it's a bit weird. I'm not sure it's for the best. No, and speaking of for the best, the cyclocross thing that everyone's losing their mind at, the new the draft season for next season. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> so obviously, like, everyone knows that Super Prestige, uh, I can't remember the other one's called, but they're like, by far DVV. 
oh yes, DVV Trophy. <laughs> uh, they're the best races. So the UCI have been like, oh, we can't be asked to organise it anymore. Super Prestige. How about you just do all the World Cups and just name all your races World Cups? So there's now like a 20 race World Cup series. races. So good. But Super Prestige is still happening. Within it. Even though I thought, I thought Super no, Prestige... No, that's why everyone's kicking off because Super Prestige and DVV and Ekia's Cross and the French one and the Dutch one and all that are going, you're going to ruin everything because eight of the 16 races are in Belgium. But they are anyway. Yeah, I know, but as well as on top of these ah, other other ones. I thought when I read it, it was... Um, no, they're not saying Super Prestige, so it's not like... They're just running it. Yeah. Ah, so I it's thought not they like Coppenberg Cross will become... Because it's um, Flanders Classics. Yeah, They yeah. do, obviously, Flanders and all that. So that's why everyone everyone's like, well, no, because it's going to ruin everything. Well, it makes sense. So There'll be a lot of racing. Because especially, like, they're racing up to three times a week, aren't they? I reckon we might be able to get into the Super Prestige if everyone goes... The World Cup one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just, you know, squid about, yeah, make up the numbers. There'll be space. <laughs> So yeah, that's all up in the air at the moment because it's only a draft, I think, and none, none of the actual promoters Sven or Nies venues. Like, they did not tell us. He's not Indian, he is uh, Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, it worked really well and uh, I, I didn't well, pull it off. <laughs> I didn't um, pull it off. So, yeah, so they were interviewing loads of people at one of the Echius Crosses. And all the riders were, instead of like being diplomatic, like you often see with sports people, they were all just straight out, terrible idea, they shouldn't have done it, they're rubbish, which is quite refreshing no, to see. Do you, a lot of the time, they're, no, probably wasn't, but a lot of the time they're looking out for their sponsors. And yeah. a lot of their sponsors sponsor Are these saying, races. you need to kick off about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting the riders, they probably couldn't care less, really. No, but isn't there, you can't get start fees to World Cups. Mm. So if you're Matthew van der Poel, and you're getting eight grand to start plus, yeah. every race, mm-hmm. plus your winnings, because you're more guaranteed to win. Because you're a male um, elite cyclocross racer, so you're definitely going to win more. Right. But then the good thing is World Cups, you have to offer equal prize money, whereas I don't believe you do at Super Prestige. I do not. So that's, that's a positive. There was a race I was hearing, oh, maybe it's the national trophies in England. They're all equal. Equal down to 15th, I think. Which is, you know, that's a good, yeah. good start. Um, yeah, I've I've been finding the ladies. Uh, All last year was the same as well. It's more exciting. I really like watching that, and it's really, really close. And there's some really good British Anna Kay is amazing. She just can't know her. Yeah, she must weigh about twenty kilograms. She's tiny, and she's so quick. She's brilliant. Really technically good. She hops the barriers, which is great because, like, obviously last year Helen White. I'm not sure Helen Wyman's. She's retired, I think. Yeah, she does commentary now. For and the uh, yeah, she's really good. But uh, also, Nikki Bramia retired as well. So it's like yeah. the two British women, we haven't got anyone now, but now Anna, Anna Kay coming through. Yeah, and they're all under, like the, the top three of the World Cup were all under 22, I think. Oh, wow. And the top 10 were like average age of 24. Like, it's a really young, really young sort of field. And it's similar in the men's, isn't it? So yeah. All the older people, probably Van, Van der Haar is probably one of the oldest people racing now, because I think uh, Tom Musen's retired. No, he's still... Is he still going? Yeah, still there. And... Uh, Kate Courtney, I the, think is no, one of the, Oh, no, no Katarina Nash. That's it. She's, she's, oh, le- she's leading the World Cup at the moment. Badass, Katarina yeah. Nash. Been to like four Oh, look, oh sorry, I was thinking of Katie Combs, another badass. Yeah, Katarina yes. Nash is the, the Czech. Yes. Czech rider. She lives in America, but she Czech yeah. rides for Luna or Cliff. Yeah. Or and Katie yeah. Compton was second the other day. 
in that crazy cross race I was telling you about. Her uh, her race team is called KFC Racing. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> Katie freaking Compton Racing. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we interrupt this important chat with a game? I, I, I've been oh. waiting for this. This is good, guys. I just don't want to be embarrassed. Harry, it's a comeback game. Don't Come speak back. for 11.2 seconds. Sam, what are we playing? We are playing When Two Become One. Yes. Sorry, I did not uh, set the levels of the clip then <laughs> before we played it. <laughs> Quite a shock for me then. If if that's still super loud, you know Seb hasn't bothered in editing. It's going to be super loud. Right, so to become one, I give you a bit like uh, Kruzik, if you're a Tailenders fan, or from where that was probably stolen, um, the Ricky Gervais, where Carl Pilkington gives a name and two clues, um, and you combine the two clues for a name and a song or something like that. So, for example, one I did last time was uh Belgian uh hard man who's one Strada Bianchi and nothing else whose Scottish dad uh when you go out or something like that when you go out and it was Tish Benut <laughs> <laughs> oh god not all oh, of them no this is going to end so good. bad good. not all of them oh. are that far fetched I mean most of them are okay here we go <laughs> are you ready are we, are we just jumping in yeah yeah Okay. Retired trendy boy who never quite made Roubaix but loves a spicy rice meal. Oh, no. (laughs) I think I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I can't think of a spicy meal. (laughs) When did he uh, retire? Taylor Finney Concani. Oh, oh, I'm in bits already. <laughs> it's yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Oh dear. Okay. That's quite good, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was very good. That, was that good. is good. Yeah. I was going for curries, and I was like, "Yeah, I was sort of like, is, it, is chili con carne spicy? Oh, if you, like, if you have a spicy one, don't you? Okay, yeah. next one. I was going for Adam Blythe and curry. I was like, he retired then, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, none of you know Lloyd, but Lloyd. Uh, my friend yesterday saw him at a service station in Warwick Services oh. holding his two kids chatting to them. He posted a thing that Thomas DeGent sent him, like a message, saying, to be honest, I thought you retired halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's very, very true. That's brilliant. Um, okay, next one. Uh, it's a bit more serious. Irish fast man where Michael Schumacher cut his teeth. Sam Benetton. Yes. Not as funny. Uh, go, go, go! <laughs> <laughs> and Schumacher's hit hill! Um, okay, this is a good one. Get ready. Australian female all-rounder who hits Ooh. rodents on the head. Right. What's her name? I know the, I know the rider. I think. Ralph Mitchell Scott. Yeah. What's her name? First name is Amanda. Amanda 
hits rodents on the head. <laughs> Sprat a rat. <laughs> Amanda Sprat the rat. <laughs> It's so far-fetched. That is <laughs> That's so good. I just couldn't think of that. I was like, I knew what she, I knew what she looked like. Oh, that's good. I was going to be like an Australian, like a wombat or something as well. <laughs> okay. Um, Danish... I'm just really enjoying hearing Sam. It's really satisfying watching, watching yeah. the cogs go around in Sam's mind. I can um, hear it. Okay. Hear Danish super domestique for Sunweb. Oh. Who can swing a cricket ball? Someone, Soren Anderson. What's his first name? Soren's his first name. Soren, Soren first Anderson. Name. Soren and- Wait, say that say no, again. It's not, it's Danish some- super domestique for Sunweb who can swing a cricket ball. Soren, Soren Jimmy Anderson. Soren Craig Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This one. Oh. Okay. Get ready, everyone. We're about to hit peak to become one. <laughs> right. This is good. I'm really proud of this. Okay. French climber with style, who is the font everyone changes? Julian Arrile. Oh, God. Julian Arrile. He's more stylish than that guy. Yeah. French climber with style, who is the font everyone changes? Roman Bar. I'm gonna open, open up Microsoft Word and just get all the really boring. Well, what, what's the <laughs> so? What's the font that you have on Microsoft Word straight away? Calibri. What default font? Yeah, well, modern, 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 isn't it? Roman Bar Day. Ah, uh, Roman Bar Day Times New Roman. <laughs> times New Roman Bar Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was by day, but I was like, <laughs> "Times New Roman by day is genius." If I do say so myself, I was going Calibri, Roman yeah, see, see, Sam's on Sam's on Word 2003 still. If that, if that, <laughs> Calibri, like the hooky version you got. <laughs> yeah. Right here we go. This is topical for what happened in the Vuelta. Oh, I didn't watch the Vuelta. Brilliant. Oh. As no one else did. So right. no. Okay, yeah. I, might, I might add to the clue then. No, let's just go for it. Young, go for it. Yeah, just try it as it is. Okay, young English, young English lover of Spanish crosswinds who Ooh. rides for Quickstep. Uh, I know, I know the riding for a Belgian team and protecting all the gold. James Knox marks the spot. Put a word between his names. <laughs> Protects all the gold. James. Treasure Knox. <laughs> Fort Knox. <laughs> James Fort Knox. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> that's that's too cultured for me. Yeah, chip in wherever you can, uh-huh. Harry. Yeah, I had no idea he was even a rider. So that's brilliant. Yeah, he, he's the one that um, he's he's Gilbert's boy, and uh, he crashed so hard not a second the last day. And Gilbert rode him the whole time. He, he was in like a top 10 for GC. He's like, he was in bits the next day. Yeah, fair play. 
And the interview he did straight after that stage was amazing. Like was they were all so quick step went on the front straight away of like this 230 kilometer thing. Yeah. And the DSs were just screaming names of people that were dropping out the back. So they were hammering it. And in their radio, they were just reeling off names that they were dropping. <laughs> and he was like, it was amazing because they were just hammering it. Right. I was wrong about the peak. This is, this could be the peak. <laughs> There's so many things. I mean, I, I don't think Harry, you're going to get this because of the who it is. Is it Twin Peaks? Okay. The very famous Dutch European cyclocross champion who is also a Dr. Pepper advert. Slogan. I don't know Dr. Pepper. What's the song that they sing in the Dr. Pepper advert? Dr. No, Pepper. What? Oh, I know the song now, right? Dutch European cyclocross champion. Female. Oh, okay. Um... Who is Dutch women's champion? And Europeans. Mariana, what's the Voss, the worst that can happen? Anne-Marie, what's the worst that can happen? Anne-Marie, worst is it now? Oh, if it was Mariana Voss. Oh, Mariana Voss. Oh. Well, it's Voss as well. What's the worst that can happen? That's what I was like, is he Voss? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be clutching. <laughs> that's very good. Okay. I bet these last two have gone too deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Daffy Duck shouldering a bike in a Belgian national champ jersey. Daffy Duck. Looney no Tunette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Um, Rody, who has been on a few adventures in pink this year and shouts when he thinks he's got someone out in cricket. Oh, what's his name? Uh, no. Richard can I pass <laughs> that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Is that not right? It's not right. No, weirdly that's gonna... not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Carapaz You can make that work with any name. Just, you just say the name. By, <laughs> by Adventure in Pink, I don't mean Giro, I mean EF Gone Racing oh, okay. Alternative Calendar. Right, that's different. Not um, Lachlan Martin! <laughs> Taylor Finney! <laughs> the other guy. Alex, how's that? Yeah. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> that's good, I like that. This is calling. We started strong with season two. Oh. It's better than my first game I did in season one. What, uh, Rykea? <laughs> Alex, how's that? Right, one that's more. That's so bad. Okay. I mean, yeah, here we go. Australian Diesel who rides for Mitchelton Scott, who loves a particular Simon and Garfunkel song. Luke De Bridge over Troubled Water. That's good. I like that. Luke De Bridge over Troubled Water. Cheers, guys. Thank you for playing a terribly mixed... I've I've got got one if you want it. I just thought of one. It might work. It might not work. Oh, yeah. Bonus Mm. round. Australian... Uh, climber, domestique. Yeah. Who's a dad who's quizzing his child on what to do. It's tenuous. No, it's not tenuous, it's good. Australian super domestique. Climber. Yeah. Who is He is Chavez's domestique. George Bennett. No, no. Rod Smith and Scott, he's New Zealand anyway. Jack Haig. Uh, 
the other one. The other one. Uh, Damien. House son. <laughs> house. House son. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> just his name. <laughs> 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 Thank you for playing when two become one. <laughs> I was trying to get like the second bit of that. How, how do I do that? And Seb's one is Thank you for playing when one becomes one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, guys. We've, we've peaked. We've peaked. I think we should just play that every week. Yeah. We just got to come up with three each. That'd be tough. Maybe so. Yeah. I'd be giving it. It won't be that hard. When you, when you start thinking no, that's about good. it, you, I can imagine you can make them work. It comes to you. I just, yeah, there's so many. Oh, I've just seen the most boring topic in the world on your list. What have I put? Zwift and training over winter. Racing versus training. Zwift versus training over versus suffer first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why have you ousted me? <laughs> now I, I to be fair the shroud of coolness is gone <laughs> no <laughs> it was going so well <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast on that then as a someone who does not know much about any of them yeah Sufferfest is the one that's been bought by Wahoo yeah um what like what is the difference like what what would you you obviously you both use Zwift you used to use Train and Road yeah, so Train Road is basically just a boring Zwift. So Train Road is if you want to get as fast as possible, then I think you should use Train Road it's, because it's, it's an, an automatic coach, isn't it? Essentially, absolutely, and it's genius and it works really well. But unless you're aiming for a particular thing and you're, it's your be all and end all. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, my personal opinion is, if you're that good you're not racing anywhere where I know you. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> right, let me start God. again. <laughs> if Sorry. you're shit, then you... I'm, I'm on a come down from the game. But, but Sam knows me. Does that mean I'm awful? <laughs> no, as in, my point of that is, if you're training that hard and you're that serious, mm-hmm. you're going to be at a certain level already. You're not listening to this, doing Zwift, thinking, oh, blimey, maybe I need that for my third cat race. Mm-hmm. or even first and second cats and stuff like that because i think a certain level but then people take it more seriously but then but then is it not just structured training plans yeah yeah so it is absolutely they, they've got the whole podcast and advice sort of thing try to be your friend but ultimately it's just telling you what to do when isn't it yeah and you follow it and you get really fast but for me personally it's sort of like it ruins the journey of cycling because okay. it's not very fun doing that yeah whereas at least with zwift you the racing side of it is a fun thing to do. It's almost like a visual distraction. Yeah, and it, and it genuinely yeah. is. You go. It's responsive. Yeah, and you go really deep because it is completely pointless and silly. But when I'm climbing up that hill in that race and I can see this guy getting ten seconds closer to me, you push more. You, don't you? I will put. I think it's a pathetic male thing. Sometimes what isn't it? I realised when we did house. that race as well that makes it way harder is that it doesn't react instantly to your effort. So like if. Someone, if like you realise you're getting dropped, you don't just pedal for like five seconds and you're back on. You've got to do like a full on sprint, and then yeah. three seconds later, your guy then sprints. By that time, the gap's doubled. 
which just makes everything way harder. I think you've got some hardware issues. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to me anyway. Okay. It sounds exactly like... like me riding. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't press. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really fun. I think you you get a brilliant way. It's like racing yourself into fitness. You know when people do that in the beginning of the season and stuff like that. Yeah, that's basically what Zwift is. You're training. You know, I'm concentrating on 45 minute to hour and a half races. And that's perfect training for me because that's what my body needs to do. Keeps it exciting. Yeah, and if I followed a cross plan, I'm sure I'd probably get like a few extra watts on a on a thing. But I'd probably do five sessions less over the course of it, yeah. which would then cost me those watts. Anyway. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I stand by and cross as well. If you're using that as an example, it's like you could do no specific training for cross. You just ride your bike, practice the skills. And in doing that, have like like what we did, do that little fun lap. Yeah, the exact, not maybe exact same, not as as specific, but you can do enough. That means you could most people could top ten most leagues if you do that with the commit with the commitment you would do a training plan. Yeah, and you'd be like night and day better on the skills. Yeah, and some people love doing trainer road, watching the bar and stuff like that. And fair play, that's you know that's fine and like the feeling of a need the structured plan to do it and those sorts of things. Whereas, it's the sort of it's like it's like going to the gym in essence isn't it? like yeah like li- lifting a weight's not engaging visually no you're, you're doing it because there's an outcome you want to do yeah and that's what the trainer road is yeah and, that's and then fair enough suffer fest so it's quite good actually the three people that use that what do they, <laughs> <laughs> they think of it it's it's good it's you watch like a video and you so it's like a time trial and it does it but it's ah. the video clips are all sort of mashed up so when you have to attack it's the same yeah, yeah I, I do remember actually uh someone at work had like a guest pass at david lloyd gym we went there on their what bikes and they've got Sufferfest linked to their what bikes there oh, okay so like if you end up in um like a pyrenees stage and you got to chase yes. contador down that's it or suddenly you're leading out cavendish down champs de lise yeah and, or there's a little cross one it's like attack go 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 i like the idea it is good but i think zwift could easily you know like in like fifa and stuff you get um scenarios where you're four nil down at half time in the oh, fa cup do you reckon you could easily do a thing where they put in the riders of the Tour de France or I, fake people I, I and you've got to chase them yeah. down. That's your workout. I remember when FIFA did that, like the scenario thing. I used to love that stuff. Do you reckon? That'd be so good, right. Yeah. Zwift, you could have a beer pro mode. Like on FIFA, you've got career like mode. career mode, yeah. yeah, yeah like, like stages of the like tour, that'd be good. You're there in uh, the town crits and then you, you're working your way up to so only <laughs> Alpe de Zwift. <laughs> Game over, you're still yeah. at the third cap. <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing 10 Some seasons. Crashing pattern reality. <laughs> Once again, you're boxed in. Yeah. But like, for the workouts, that would be way more interesting. Instead of doing two two by 20s, yeah. it could be two for 20 one. minutes, you've got to chase these people down. Yeah. And they're Cause, reacting. Because I think they should have ghost mode. Because when I go on and there's not a race, I find it hard to then ride hard for an hour. You want to chase yourself. Like I want to do anything. But instead, you could have ghost mode where you chase your best best person so then you have a little thing yeah, going yeah. along yeah because i had that at the beginning of zwift when there wasn't that many people they populated the island I, with little blue no people I, I mean i tried zwift ages ago and i remember that and it was there was like one really short loop and yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember there being ghosts so they're the options but yeah. i highly recommend because yeah, people <laughs> i've spoken to a few people and sort of picked up that they're almost like harry was saying earlier like I don't want to race in case 
I get dropped or anything like that. But the beauty mm. of it is, like Cross, that's the point. You just no turn. one cares, and you can either carry on the race and finish, or you just quit event yeah, and then you turn, finish the race. Turn your computer off, Harry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Actually, run out. Yeah. No, no one. You haven't paid any money. Well, you paid fifteen pound a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I think anyone thinking about it or worried about it, literally just enter, and then ride and. You can start really hard, like you meant to, or you can start slow and let everyone ride away from you. And you've done the first one, then you can do the next one and know a bit better. But it's the best workout, and it's proper. Like today, I did one, and I was on 180 BPM the whole time from go, and that's the same as a cross race. The amount of effort that I have mm. to put in, so you know, it's, it's working. I suppose the way, it, but you, you haven't got the distraction. Oh, so you haven't got the distraction of uh, fun. To, uh, no. <laughs> to take your mind off it, it's just pure pain. Yeah, but you yeah. do get it. Does it does immerse you, and you do care a bit too much sometimes? I think of you know when to race, and as you learn the different courses, and you know when people are going to attack and stuff like that. It's sort of, and you know when it's going to happen. And there's lulls in the in the racing and all sorts. So, highly recommend it, especially for winter. Yeah, it's good. You know, I the think last they time, should I... do a mode as well where they it's just random, like you don't know what gonna happen i've seen that on um i think it was on trainer road where there's one you can do where you're not you don't really know what se- like the session is you just kind of jump into that it that's amazing then, oh, like yeah attacks. doesn't it because then you don't have to psych yourself up to do it because you know some sessions you think oh god it's gonna be hard yeah whereas if you don't know it could be it easy yeah yeah well yeah you tell yourself that and then you're three minutes in your and so they like a minute oh what you're enjoying this one let's lump another five minutes uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah, how yeah. you should train Seb for a whole year just only do random workouts to see what happens <laughs> just see, what happens. see what you get <laughs> I'll, I'll like bingo I'll do workout bingo <laughs> done yeah. it, it. Yeah. also what? Well, I, I sent Sam a little article possibly Harry I'm sorry if I didn't but um, it was a article on cycling tips about uh, one bike for a year oh yeah and I, I'm, I'm quite tempted to do it next year I mean, I break my bike. <laughs> yeah, like he's just saying, like, yeah, he's just. Yeah. He was quite a more road oriented rider, so he did like a little bit of gravel here and there. He had a mountain bike, but he could, for the mountain I bike, would, he uh, did. I'd recommend the uh, Trek Madone 2018. That's <laughs> pretty good for all around riding. Yeah, I'm tempted to give that a go for a. So, what do you reckon the limitations would be? Of what I want to do? Uh, I like racing mountain biking and cross. <laughs> That's, that's, well, that'd be easy to have them do it on a mountain bike, but that's not one bike then. No, as in I would. Just oh, as in do the whole thing on a mountain bike. Easy. Um, limitations. I think. I think you just adapt your riding. Like I still enjoy riding a cross bike on the South Downs on mountain bike trails. Oh, I love it. You don't go as fast, but I, I, I enjoy it. Still. The only thing I've noticed the, the downside is it wrecks your bike a bit. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. With, I'm not going to ride my nice bike on these gravel things. I'm going to ride what? my pit bike. What wrecks it though? Like it choose what gets destroyed. Just the uh, after gravel chaser the other day, my cross bike was messed up. They were filth, weren't they? Needed a needed a proper clean. I mean, yeah. Well, we must go on that. So we had was it two weekends ago? Yeah, we hosted the second gravel chaser, which I say was uh, turnout wise great success. Great, great success. I saw that. Yeah, finishers wise, yeah, okay success. <laughs> what people pulled out basically. We'd never actually ridden the whole route <laughs> right, in, yeah, in one yeah. go. We'd ridden, we'd ridden every all bit the of other it. bits. We'd ridden, but the one bit that went a bit wrong, let's say, we'd yeah. never ridden it with us two leading it. We don't even follow people down it. It was basically uh, just a bit. It was quite hard 
technically, because of the weather, yeah. it was slippery chalk with slippery roots and slippery leaves and slippery, and slippery mud. mud. And puddles. And puddles. So it was quite tiring for quite a lot of people. But and us. a lot of people got really far. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Lo- then for the basically the final loop, we got back to Whiteways. So the, the aim was to then do another 15-mile loop on some of the hardest bits. And yeah. people just sort of said, oh, no, we've done enough. Like, they enjoyed it. Yeah, we stood up for a long time because it was just so hard going. What we, we sort of we wanted to have 10 fun sections with a good loop in the middle. But what we didn't do very well, and we, we will improve upon, is we made the bits in between as hard as the sections. So basically it was just, yeah. we did 35 no, miles of really I, I hard riding. Yeah. yeah. So by, by the time we got to the last sections, no one was really in the mood to race them because everyone was on their limit anyway. So we, in fact, we didn't even bother looking at the results. No. <laughs> how, long, how long was the ride? Uh, what, time-wise? Yeah. Five hours? Six hours? Yeah, it's quite well, long. That's, yeah, that's we got, we got back about two, didn't we? We left at eight, yeah, six hours. 40, 50 miles. A lot of punches. Um, but yeah, I think we, the one climb we put in because we thought it would be really funny, it just ruined everyone. It was, <laughs> there were so many people lying, lying on the floor on top of it. It was great. It was like people wheel spinning. <laughs> yeah, it was horrendous. It was hard. Because the whole time, because my, my friend came and did it, so I, I lent him my cross bike and I did it on the cannon. I brought the cannon back out the last time I rode it was the first gravel chase test that still had my file treads on it. So I did the whole thing on essentially slightly knobbly slicks, <laughs> which was interesting. It's like I just wheel spin on absolutely any bit of ground. It was great. Yeah. But at the same time, they were fine though still. Like the, yeah. sort, of, the sort of riding we were doing is like, you don't, you don't need that much. It'd be nicer Only on to have muddy stuff. bits where you're getting some wheel spin. Yeah. But like they gripped a lot of stuff. So I was, I was impressed by them and it was, it was just really good fun. Yeah, an improvement good. on the first one. Oh, what's sorry? An improvement on the first yeah. one. Yeah, turnout-wise, we must have had about 30 people. Yeah, no, it was really yeah. good. And every, a real range of we all people together, on bikes good. and stuff, and we all stuck together. For the next one, it's now getting the best of both worlds of how we do the route. How inclusive like we make it to how personal enjoyment for other people is, is into it as well. So do we be like, right, we actually need to split this up. You've I think two groups is the way forward. Personally, without trying to control it too much, in the same sense, isn't it? Yeah, two groups where you say, like, if you're a bit more confident, want to go a bit faster. This group, if you're doing it just to complete it and you want to enjoy it in that way, do the other group. Not necessarily you're going to be slow for slow people or anything like that, but it's more different. You've got almost like a racing group, yeah, and a fun get around group, get around group, yeah. which is you know great in itself. So we just need to work out where we're going to do it. I think the, win- the winter one would be perfect for that because I think people will be up for everyone just getting round. Yeah, I think so. Gives you a bit and of leeway. Possibly try and get, I mean, like to not get a pub involved, but tell a pub so we can meet and start a pub and finish at a pub. Oh, definitely. So and then use their you, car park and stuff like you that. You can all meet it's back there idea. afterwards and be like, oh, look, here we go. We can tell our stories. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you do get back half an hour in advance, you're not just sat in a car park and just, oh, do I wait around? Do I go home? Yeah, make it a bit more community vibe because it was the last one was more that way. But yeah, we really, can do more. The morning was really good. Everyone was chatting away. The yeah. more people you get, as well, the more you're going to get people riding with each other, aren't you? The more likely people are going to be similar ability and whatnot. Yeah, so. exactly. And to hear the vibe of the day, let's cut to our three clips we've got <laughs> now. Go go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be in my head. Oh, uh, <laughs> so you'll be dreaming it, like counting sheep. You'll be counting yeah. goes. <laughs> Go, just Murray Walker drifting over my head. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, sports fans. We're back. The hiatus is over. Unlike One D, we actually got back together. 
But here we are. I'm on the third stage of Gravel Chaser 2. I've given up on the effort for media duties. I'm currently about sixth at the climb. We've had a, a really, really good shot. I don't know the exact numbers, but we rocked up to the car park this morning. We were a little bit late, but there were about 30 people here. So yeah, a massive turnout. And we've basically, since we did the recce, it's rained solidly for three weeks. So every trail is filthy, but so far everyone's loving it. Haven't had too many problems touch wood, but we'll update you in a little bit, but yeah, good to be back on the airwaves. It's all right. Sports fans! We are now, how far are we in? Are we 20 miles in? Check the Wahoo. the woohoo. Wahoo, 20 miles on the nose. So me and Ben, my brother Ben, off of Roubaix, um, we got a little bit lost. Essentially, I was, we were waiting for some, some of the back, well, back markers, some of the other people, and um, there's a slight split. We got lost. Ben and Tony were off the front. They waited for us. Uh, we then lost Tony. Nat went home with a knee injury. Um, so me and Ben were on our own with no signal in the middle of like Chichester, like the Goodwood Hills somewhere. <laughs> in the middle of the lo- lost, lost in the, in the cathedral town. <laughs> the outer skirts. Outer skirts? Um, so we took a little shortcut, got involved in a fox hunt, so we just heard loads of... And assumed it was disc break, right? Yeah. We thought we, you were thought like, we yes, found the pack. We're close. We found but, the hunt pack instead. But no, yeah, they were... Um, There's probably about 20 steaming horses, because it was so hot, just waiting for us. And then... Um, 40 Dogs. hounds yeah. yeah and then we rode past and they were really friendly and started chasing a little bit so yeah mm. we then became the fox ran away luckily not wearing red kit exactly and uh we've now stopped we've just reached the south downs we're at grafham down um to hit the south downs way for the first time and we're waiting for the rest of the group they're about two miles on the actual route because we took a shortcut so we've done four segments we missed out one of them because uh we took a wrong turn which is a very big theme right now um and we haven't missed the water point, luckily, I don't think. We should be hitting that in just over a mile. So we can refill our bottles, have yet another rest, and crack on for Dunkton. So essentially, for what that is, me and Ben spent most of the day on our own, is what you hear from that. Yeah, I don't think I... I didn't, I we, didn't I wrote, speak I wrote, on it once, did I, I? I rode with you for the, uh, the last half. That was it. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't rode with you at all for the first bit. No, Roubaix, Gravel Chaser 1 and Gravel Chaser 2. We barely see each other. <laughs> Three peaks, we didn't see each other. <laughs> so I've done all these events. South Downs Way, I spent a lot of the time 10 metres away from you. Um, I could see you. Big Dog, didn't, see, didn't chat Big Dog to each no, other? Big Dog didn't see I just let one. you down every time I saw you. <laughs> I just looked away. Good news though. Money's okay. Yeah, because you were saying the other day that it was... Uh, I was saying that... Um, I three, obviously three peaks was the worry and I don't know if my whole body was in so much pain that that's when I needed to hurt but then after that it was okay next crossroads you did didn't hurt at all um, it's been fine I've, I've, I've ridden like three times in the last two months but um, gravel chaser it was actually coming back a little bit of more pain but then I bought new shoes and I was on a different bike so position wise I think they yeah, both could have been quite off anything can set it off yeah. but it's kind of news. similar to that well bit of a tangent but i've been finding i've got, I've got a bike to sell yeah. <laughs> i don't know if i've mentioned this already, but i've got a um, uh, no, i've been messing around with my cleat position because i've 
I think I only notice it indoors, probably because you just not much to think about other than the pain that you're in. Yeah. That like my right leg, my knee seems to like just flop about. Like it's just got no <laughs> stability. <laughs> so I've been, I, I've just been like got this like saggy knee, and I, I'm trying to like I'm messing around with my cleats. I change the pedals, everything, and I just cannot get it right. Do you actually do anything with your cleats ever, or you just kind of guess? Oh my like, god! How do you set? How do you set them up? I slam my cleats back as far as possible. Yeah, oh, only because like, only because I say it's from. For my background, yeah, for basically from downhill and and enduro. But how about angle? Uh, like, angle just dead straight. I'm just trying to get my feet as straight as possible. But SPDs are a little bit. You've got a bit more leeway, yeah. haven't you? But even on road bikes, I feel I have them far back, and I just have them straight. So is the ball of your foot like the two pointy side bits? No, so it's further back. No, as in, is it over the front of your pedal? As yeah. in, is it in line with the spindle? That's how I do mine. The spindle is going into the knobbly bit of my foot. I probably have mine even further back. My my, my yeah. knobbly bit is probably further forward than my spindle. Oh, okay. But which means you're probably engaging more of your... More, yeah, the which is why muscles. I have so many problems with my knees, yeah. Because um, then your knees are just like, fair game, I'll go wherever I like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't no one controlling me. <laughs> my quads are just like, oh, are we, are we doing anything today? <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I prefer it like controlling the bike and actually not pedaling when you're riding yeah i do a lot mm. um so i find you have you, your feet are in a lot more stable position sort of your feet are in a nicer position for descending and stuff like that and handling yeah um so play to my strengths and then yeah, that's fine no that's interesting <laughs> but i think that's i've always done that. i've always just you put them on the on the spds put them on the back two little nubs push them as far back as they go okay yeah. what i do harry is i in my shoes with a sharpie i mark where those knobbly bits at the side of my feet are yeah like where your big toe meets your foot and where your little toe meets your foot yeah 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 and then i line up the middle of the cleat they've got like little marks in the middle yeah yeah into that and then as for the angle of them because that's what i struggle with the angle like i feel like it's really strange but if if i wasn't looking at my feet I would have thought my feet, my foot's tracking outwards. But when I look down, it's fully the opposite, like fully tr- tracking inwards. Oh, okay. So I have absolutely no idea why. I suppose, I, by the means, no bike fit advice, but like, they don't have to be the same. Like, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. But it's my left foot, it doesn't, it almost seems like whatever I do with it, it doesn't matter. Like, it just feels right. Whereas my right foot, I just cannot get it set. And it's just, and that's the other thing that puts me off of riding now is that I just think, even if I feel good legs wise, I know I'm gonna just be thinking about my foot being yeah. in a weird angle. But it's just you know, it's like you can fiddle around with it so you, much. If it's if it's your knee, do you reckon it could be? Do you know if all your arches are like sort of like with like an instep, not like an instep, or like a wedge? Yeah, support. yeah. So I haven't got any. I read up about wedges yesterday, but they go in between your cleat and your. No, no, no. I didn't actually. Uh, on the inner sole of your shoes, I've got gyro shoes. They come with like a little adaptable insoles that you can have high, normal, or low arch wedges. So yeah. We, I don't so know I've got those. That. I have got high arch, high arches in them, the shoes. But it's almost like however much, because I've tried putting some more support in, but however much put in, my my right knee just seems to track inwards. It's really like, it's so much now that it hits the top tube. Like that's how much it kind of. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Honestly, it just flops. It's wearing the paint away that cuts the track logo. <laughs> yeah, just floppy knees everywhere. It's weird. 
Imagine me trying to ride up the hill and I'm just carving through my top shoe with my knee. Just splinters of carbon everywhere. Like I've got to wear goggles just so I don't get like carbon in my foot. Cycling along with your knee slapping the top shoe. <laughs> it's like it's like a country or western song. Yeah. What's happened? I don't understand. Have you done the bolts up on the bottom? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's quite. I, when you said your knees were a bit floppy, I was thinking like a little bit of movement, not slapping the top shoe. Yeah, it's that bad. Do you find it like when you're descending at high speed, you get like knee wobble, <laughs> buffeting on my knee? Outward. <laughs> that sounds like you need to put your the NHS move your heel more to the left I need to... on yeah. your right foot, toe out like a duck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. You should well, you should film yourself and then move the cleats around and see the difference. Like do it in slow motion. You can. Play I'll send a... you this. I'll send you the slapping motion. Yeah, put it put it on uh, the pod story for very little response. <laughs> okay, we'll get, we'll get people respond. commenting. In. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> on that weird. We, note, we've yeah. pretty much ticked every bit of our list, well, apart from three of them. Yeah, three they, of the they seven. were all tenuous. Um, you had an enduro question. You don't, well, do you don't you have to if you don't want to. No, I was just thinking, I obviously am not going to buy another bike and things like that. But mm-hmm. obviously, like... Not a track medallion. Enduro, I think, is some of the best off-season training for cyclocross you could possibly do. By off-season, you mean the summer? But yeah, so the opposite season. So by en- enduro, not endurance, enduro. Enduro, so... so that would be uh, like a rally stage format, I call it. Yeah. So you've got a, a large loop. And within that, you've got time sections. In Giro Germany, it's the downhill section. Yeah. You pedal back up on a loop of some sort and you get time the downs again. Because what better train? If you took a hardtail, yeah. you're practicing your... So if you... Everyone would think you're an absolute nutter. Mm-hmm. But if you were attacking the uphills yeah. as training, yeah. and then on the downs, you were, you're getting much better at commitment and yeah, all yeah. those different things, I just think it'd be good training. I mean, so I, my question to you was... What's the minimum needed okay. to do enduro where you're not going to hurt yourself? I mean, I will answer that, but it does sort of sound like you just <laughs> want to do like a cross-country race with a rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On a, hard, a technical course. I would do a cross-country course with a full-face helmet. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Uh, so the minimum you need to compete, what, bike-wise or just body-wise and everything-wise? I, I mean, I'll say it for now for the record, and just in case my wife is listening, I'm not going to be doing this every Sunday and stuff like that. I'm not committing right, to Right, so, no, so there are a few smaller ones. So like you're talking about the Swinduro, like a trail centre enduro where it's not like really hard trails. Yeah. You go and ride it at your own pace on your own bike. Um, you get right on a 29-inch hardtail. Some enduro courses now are difficult, as in terms Basically of downhill. enduro has become downhill. Yeah. Um, you would want like a, a nice big bouncy bike to go fast on it. But that's to go on like, a direct line. It doesn't say the, the, the tape pretty wide. There's more than one line choice. You always better get down. Squid around. Exactly. Um, so put your seat down. Have decent tyres, decent brakes. I think you get that most courses. Um, you probably wear knee pads, a bit more armour. Hmm. I think you look a bit odd wearing a full face, but see if you need to protect yourself. <laughs> um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I just... I just someone was talking about it on the internet the other day, and I thought, ah, oh, that that could be a good sort of thing that I could see people maybe doing yeah. in, the, in the opposite season. That's what Taylor Philly's rumored to do again. Yes, it? Yeah. he wants. No, to it's like shred it, some enduro. They're really good fun, and like it's the whole sort of thing. Like you better ride up with your mates, 
chilling out at the top. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of queuing. Yeah, there were a lot of waiting around. That's the, one of the badder parts of it. That's generally when you have ones that don't have a time limit between transitions. Quite yeah. a few of them still have, you have to be at your start time at this time. And sometimes the transition is quite tight. So like you, oh, might, you might only get like a few minutes but by, because of that. They're getting through the riders and then you've sort of, you've only got three or four people to wait through so you can compose yourself and yeah. get going again. And as you're a good climber, you're a good peddler, you'd get to the top comfortably rather than some... Um, because they've got to do it, so even the slowest people yeah, so will have a chance. Endurist. Endurist. Yeah. I don't remember, there was, there was like, uh, they used to be called the X-Fusion Enduro, which I then think they became the Southern Enduro or something like that. Um, and they always had time limits where sometimes I got to the start and I was the only one there. Like, it was tight. And you had to, <laughs> you had to pedal to get around that. That's brilliant. Yeah. I, I like the idea of that. I also like the idea of there's an e-bike team enduro. <laughs> Tell me more. Where you... <laughs> You don't have to pedal. You just sit there. I think you go off in like a three. Do you get one battery? And it's your team. Yeah, one person gets a bike. I'll bring a and battery a rope. along. You're, you're not coming floppy knee. <laughs> reliability. <laughs> floppy knees everywhere. Um, like a rabbit's ear. But it looks quite good. Like, I just like, I really like the idea of team things. I think more of that will come soon. Yeah, definitely. Because like, uh, like in cross, three I, people. I like I, I, team racing is great when you're doing one lap at a time sort of endurance racing but I think yeah like you're saying as like together head, riding head together like, I'd love to do something like that like we never get to ride together no, at races like big dog you have to do it as a pair together or we'd, we'd be well we just do solo and ride together yeah that's cool. that's cool. but then you ride twice but I like the competition side of yeah. doing that and seeing two other people and all that sort of stuff I think there's a lot of room for that like you play with each other's strengths yeah I think that, that style of racing that's really cool yeah so I was, I was googling it the other day trying to find things but like you say it's Cape Epic there's one in France that's like an enduro that looks uh, amazing trans but they're always really far away trans something but even like these um, what is it not um, what's oh. the one where they go across the Europe transcontinental yeah like even doing that but you have to race as a pair or GB Duro there, there, there is a pair transcontinental uh, oh is there yeah Oh, we're not doing it I'm it's just still mental yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll do. One of us will be in a car. I'd love to go to a mountain bike stage race. Yeah, I know there's one um, every summer. Quite a few friends went to the Mallorca. Is it the one in Mallorca? Uh, they went to Tenerife, I think it was. That's the one. Yeah, and the last stage was a uphill. Oh no, not the last stage, but it, like, every day was like a marathon XC race. So they were long and savage, and there's some really decent riders going. Then one of the stages is a mountain time trial. It takes like an hour uphill off road. <laughs> That's amazing. There's one in Iceland, isn't there? Oh yes, it's um, an Iceland, Iceland stage race. But it's, I looked at it, and like for the accommodation and stuff, it's like three grand each. I was like, mm. and that for that sort of race, it's quite reasonable. <laughs> like compared to a lot of them, isn't it? Yeah, because the logistics and stuff is great. It's like a pro race, isn't it? I'll like, just... tell you one I'd love to go and do is BC bike race. Yes, it looks so good because it's like more than an XC race. More, it's like a trail race because you've actually got a, 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 a capable bike that can still pedal. Um, oh, did anyone see Rampage? Yes, I saw the highlights of it no. and I watched a few other ones. Are you aware of Rampage, Harry? Yes, okay. I am. So for <laughs> other people, and if Harry's lying, um, <laughs> Rebel Rampage is a, a free ride mountain biking event where they basically go out to a desert in Utah. Utah Just yes, fall down it. And uh, they got to build, their, so they get a team, they get two diggers on each team and they think they get three or four days to build their line from top to bottom and they, it gets quite like... Uh, tribal in fact they're like there's people working together like you don't want each other digging each other's lines and stuff like that uh, and they build massive jumps and massive features not trying to make them as natural as possible and then they 
have to they get two runs to go down it they do tricks it's all about speed style flow uh like use of the hill exposure yeah and things like that and then um every year the the judges get slated because it's such a subjective and hard thing to judge but this year um brandon semenak won and his run was just he did a backflip of a double drop it's insane they call it a lily pad so like he does a ridiculous drop down a cliff (laughs) backflip like literally a cliff lands on a thing that most people wouldn't even ride down and then jump drops of another one it's Uh, just mad like i can't even i watched a video uh, matt jones you know the red bull yeah and Mm. it was sort of on the showing people mainly um brendan fairclough's his his canyon gap (laughs) backflip backflips it and the first time he does it he cases it and like if you don't make it you die you'd literally die you'd fall down a cliff and die yeah and that's what is just mad and there's one of the guys did a backflip and got a bit squiddy his bike smashed that and nearly just disappeared off the side of a mountain like it's it's utterly insane and amazing yeah it's it's mental i I remember watching it ages ago when uh Sometimes they used they used to put they used to pre-build wooden features into mm. it. And then I don't know if you get more points for using a sponsored feature or something like that. But <laughs> there was one called the Oakley Icon Sender, which is basically this massive wooden drop. And I think it's probably progressed now. They probably do bigger things, but back then it was like such a big deal. And Cam Zing did a three sixty off it, and just watching it, like you were there thinking like someone could like, he, you could legit see about because it's all televised live. You could legit see about to see someone die. Yeah. It's just absolutely... And what they do, like, the one of the drops was, like, 80 feet up, no, across and down. Like, it was just utterly mad what they... And um, the bikes they have now are just, you know... It's just downhill bike, though. It's nothing, like, it's yeah. like, nothing special in terms of, like... that. Like, just get, how they're built. It's just nuts now. But like, then one of them did do. snap, and it was... He did a front flip and snapped yeah. it. Snapped it It was off. good, though. So, um, and along that line, I then watched the Red Bull Hardline track walk. Yes. Where Matt Jones went and... He got entered into it, and the whole time he's walking down it, just going, "This is just insane." <laughs> so Matt, just... Matt Jones is a, a dirt jumper and like free rider, whereas Red Bull Highlands is just like a savage downhill run. It's just utterly... where like even the best downhills in the world don't like. Well, they must love it, but like it's hard for them. It's mad. I, I highly recommend watching Matt Jones on YouTube, the Red Bull Hardline Track Walk. It's because you don't Did get... you see him ride it afterwards. He rides a bit of it. I'm surprised he, he got do down. A couple. He had an enduro bike and he didn't do two of the features, but he did a lot of them, which fair but play to He's him. probably not that scared about the jumps, but it's like it's the... No, he was, there's a video of him doing a backflip no-hander off one of the biggest jumps on his dirt bike. Love it. Because <laughs> he just took it up there. And his brother, Johnny, because he's a twin, yes. Johnny Jones, tried to do a flip. He doesn't know, I don't know if he'd done a flip before. Tried to flip up the massive step up in clips and just like land on his head. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> there's someone trying to catch him. Yeah. <laughs> so um but even like you know on television all these things look tiny yeah compared and it it looks on television insane so i can only i can't even imagine what it must actually look like my only bearing of that is i um someone at uni went to utah and uh he borrowed a bike off someone and did like one of the drops they have at the finish of like you know like they do their runs they start these little jumps at the end yeah he did one of them it's like the biggest thing he's done in his life and that's that's just their like casual like just getting into my run (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was a big deal for him to do it Absolutely mad. Okay, well, this so, is probably... Sounds like we finished like GCN then, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm loving... The GCN coverage of the cyclocross is fantastic. They got, it's is it? um, Magnus Backstead is it? doing a couple with Marty... Marty He's really good. Yeah. And then the Red Bull coverage of all the World Cups, which is... They've got Ed... That, Rob got, Hatch. 
Oh, is it Rob Hatch now? Rob Hatch. I, thought, I didn't like who used to do that. Helen Wyman. I didn't like who did the UCR YouTube one. Ed, someone. Oh, okay. And then, no, yeah. Rob Hatch is great. Rob He's Hatch so good. good at languages. Yeah, and, and Helen Wyman's a really good commentator as well. Yeah. And she's got such good insight, which is a good thing. And obviously Red Bull have got all the logistics and stuff of how to do those things really slick. So this is all the World Cups they've got. All the World Cups, yeah. That's that's really good. So I watched the Burn one the other day. It was brilliant. Really good. Might have to get on a a replay. Yeah. Um, Right, so hopefully we'll do one next week. Or a week after? Uh, Probably a week after, just for... um, Two weeks. We'll leave you hanging. Time scales. Yeah. I know I'm back, but I'm not that that free. Um, Um, Harry hopefully would have sorted his knee. I would have done some more Zwifting (laughs) and cyclocrossing. Seb would have moved house. We'll be recording from a new location. New location. Oh, my goodness. In the official podcast room. (laughs) B-Dog doesn't know where it is. Yeah, doesn't know where it is. (laughs) The lounge. We are going to decorate the lounge with a pillow fort (laughs) and and blinds everywhere. (laughs) Harry, you still under your uh, duvet? No, I was uh, getting cramp in my hands. You left, so you, had to, you had to cheeky. You Luddite. Yeah. You couldn't even tell, so... I took it. Should you have a new sign-off for um, this season? So, oh, no. as always, contact us if you feel like it. Um, yeah, I do still get the emails on my phone. They still pop up occasionally. Lovely stuff. Mostly telling us our bill's ready at Buzzsprout. <laughs> Please share and tell people about it, because then it makes us feel better and we might do more. Yeah. And then uh, I want to do... An FTP test special where oh. we record a half an hour episode that people listen to doing an FTP test. Okay. So well, like I'm towards like in the 19th minute, we could be like, come on! <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do one live if you want what's going on. And then whilst people are doing it, they could listen to the podcast. So it's like, like chatty. It. We did have builds a up motivational interactive way. FTP test with the Chasers podcast. <laughs> we did You're not have... as bad as you think. You're not as bad as you think. <laughs> come on, you can get 200. Yeah, come on. Your knees only hit the top tube five times. <laughs> It's, it's okay. I can still see paint on it. Come on. Go in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you're going to get so many funny that. looks when you're down this way next, Harry. Be like, uh, that well, you'll, be, you'll be able to hear me before I say <laughs> 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 against the Oh, here he is. Uh. <laughs> right. Cheers, everyone. Oh, yeah. New sign off. What? Instead of stay safe, stay sending. Yeah, yeah. I think it's run its course. What do we say instead? Is there tomorrow you won't have any finishing Remember, catches. kids, look both ways when you cross the road. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be benign advice. Left, right. Good night. Keep Stop. your pants dry and your dreams wet. Now I've got to beat that sound. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Stop, look, listen. Yes. <laughs> All right. Aww. See ya. Peace. The music, <laughs> speak. Oh yeah, get ready for five. Three, two, one. Bullsack. We're done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs>